This has been Broad, and you're watching Born to be Wild. Greeting, traveler. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends, talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. Um, I am your host, as always, uh, Nate Tackle, police officer by day, (laughs) Hearthstone player by night. Uh, just kidding. Uh, my name is Nate Wolf. Uh, very happy to be here, and I'm joined by two of my favorite people. So, uh, Hydralisk, how are you doing tonight? I am doing great. Super excited for Friday. Awesome, awesome. And uh, Mike Lowe, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys doing tonight? Good, good, good. Good. Always happy to be here. And Mike, who do we got with us tonight? <laughs> tonight we got somebody special. Um, we always have a special guest every week, but... Uh, this this guy here, he, he's the king of combos. Have you guys heard of him? Uh, <laughs> late the latest combo oh, yeah. uh, we got coming up is a uh, mogul cultist uh, OTK mage. That's not the proper name, but as you can tell, it's gonna be some spice tonight. We have uh, Clark Hellscream. Give, give it up for Clark. Yeah, welcome okay. Clark. Yeah, Thanks that's awesome. Me. We're very happy to have <laughs> you, man. I'm excited. This this uh... this combo this combo looks crazy. This will be fun. <laughs> well, I. Um... Yeah, let me ask you, how long have you been playing Wild for? Is it have you have you always played? I mean, I know that like you always rank really high in standard, and I saw you hit with um Odd Demon Hunter not too long ago, and I was like, Oh hey, come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm off and on with Wild only because I'm very incentive based, so I pretty much try to, you know, qualify for everything that Blizzard has or like at least attempt for it, or either that or I'm doing content creation. But more so recently, Wild has uh, had a lot more ways of me being able to dive into the creative realm instead of in the competitive realm. Uh, but yeah, kind of been off and on. Like I really dove into Wild back when they had the Wild Open back, I believe, in like 2019, the ones which I was able to qualify for with a rank 12 finish. But since then, I really haven't like tried to uh, like really go hard in Wild recently, just because again, lack of incentive is the main reason why. Yeah, it's really sad. Uh, and they've been a lot better about communicating lately with most things except the Wild Open. When they did that AMA, what was it, last week or something? And I remember Mike asked them, so uh, you guys going to do the Wild Open? And they just didn't mm-hmm. answer. They just flat out no didn't answer. answer. So, but, you know, I mean, the devs have been pretty good about responding to stuff lately, especially on Twitter and... I don't know. They gifted us a Skullamance code, so I can't be. I can't say anything too too, too mean about. Yeah, <laughs> at least it means that they're listening, right? Like that's the biggest thing that you have to have to keep in mind. <laughs> they at are at least they're listening and they're and they're doing something. But I can understand a lot of people's frustrations. Yeah, for sure. Hey, um, before we get too far into it, I wanted to say a big happy birthday to you and thanks for <laughs> for starting out your birthday weekend on our show. That means a lot. So yeah. Yeah, man. No, no problem. Big 24. Oh boy. <laughs> 24 getting up there. Hey, right there. <laughs> Are you hanging out with the old dudes tonight? <laughs> yeah. 
Honestly, that, that's usually the case. I'm actually one of the younger people in the in my band, so like usually people are like 27, 29. So okay, even then, that's still pretty young and for most people's standards. But I'm used yeah. to it. At this point. So tell us about your band. I mean, we we know you play drums, uh, but tell us about the band a little bit. Uh, so yeah, uh, we're we're trying to dive more into like uh, more again more content creation. Uh, obviously, shows are very rare at the moment, but we do have some like uh, electric well not electric shows, but um. We have recorded shows that we're going to like send to uh, to people that want the content, and they're going to like give it like give it to their audience and whatnot. That's cool. uh, but in any case, we're a funky rock group called the Indigos. Uh, we've got links on Spotify that you can check out if you guys want to check out our album uh, Indigo Army. Uh, but we're more so wor- working on some more original songs because that was like our album that came out like about two years ago, and that was already like pretty much made before I was on uh, on the team essentially. But uh, now that uh, I've pretty much taken over drums full time, like I've been the one making the beats and doing the drum parts, and we've got some pretty cool songs coming up soon that I can't uh, can't wait to release. Awesome, <laughs> sweet. I know we were trying to we were trying to talk you into doing a drum solo on the show, and we tried it for for the people watching or listening. We tried one uh, during sound check, and we we're having some issues yeah. with with the mic picking it up, but. Uh, uh, yeah, and I think that's just how uh, audio interfaces get picked up in Discord specifically because there's more than one channel, and Discord doesn't like it when there's more than one mic. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all good. We'll um, maybe we can get you on a track someday, though. That'd be fun. Yeah, get you on one of the true. parody songs. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> That'd be awesome. To be honest, I was planning on doing a solo from Tenacious D's "Bial's a Boss." That was my idea. Wow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Tenacious D is always great. Yeah, maybe, man. maybe, maybe I can get a, a sample of it later and toss it on the end of the show. That'd be cool. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I could record it for you, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Let's if <laughs> you yeah. if you can, let's do that. Hey, so I wanted to um, switch gears real quick and talk about this. Um, so when Skullamance came out, you took it upon yourself to find Penflinger OTK combos with every class. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. So I watched the YouTube video. It's very well done, by the way. The music is funny. And the, like, I don't... <laughs> Thank you. What gave you the idea to do this and how, I mean, I don't know. I, I just have to say well done. Very, very, very well done. Um, and we'll, we'll link the YouTube video and, uh, there's an article from HS replay, um, about it. And it's just fantastic. So if you guys have not seen it, please check it out. Uh, it's some great a content here. So what, uh, yeah, yeah. What, what got you started on all that? So when I first saw pin flinger, I immediately like 
saw it as like this is the meme card of this set because every single set there's like some one drop or like some card that's just really big on combos or just cheese in general like for example like weasel tunneler it kind of reminded me of that <laughs> to where if you yeah. do something very specific with it you could either ruin somebody's day or do some kind of hilarious combos and i immediately saw on twitter a post on how you can get the azari on turn one that was the very first thing that i saw with pinflinger and once I saw that combo, I'm like, okay, there's got to be more things that we can do with this. Like, this is already ridiculous. So I uh, I just wanted to get it done uh, before anybody else because uh, there's, uh, there's another person whose name is very, very similar to mine that also does wild combos uh, that, you know, have to be able to make sure that I'm not just doing everything that he's doing. So I had to try and uh, really apply myself for this one. So I wrote out a whole bunch of combos. A lot of them kind of played out the same because like, really most of them were just like get five pinflingers, have a two-mana brand, and some kind of zero-mana spell because that's how you can just do 30 damage easily. But I didn't just want every single combo to be that way, so I really tried to apply myself and make some as many different ones as possible. <laughs> nice. Was there Were there any that were your favorites or any that you thought were particularly creative? Uh, the Hunter one, which I got to give a shout out to Duin, like, he's the one that told me that, the, the combo, because I had a, a similar idea, but it wasn't nearly as much damage. Like, obviously, Gazira is absolutely insane, but the fact that, with the, with the combo in, in the video, you can actually get Gazira to, I think, like, either, like, 3 or 2 HP, so there's just a lot of ways to damage it. So, like, as much as I dislike Hunter as, uh, as a class... That that combo is personally my favorite, just because of the amount of damage that's possible from it, and just pinflinger is just goofy. Like, <laughs> it's funny, yeah. No, no, there's some good stuff there. So, um, how long have you been playing Hearthstone? How'd you get into it and all that? Uh, Hearthstone, I got into when I was in high school. I believe I was a junior back in oh god, 2014, like right before Goblins and Gnomes came out. Like, my brother had told me for the longest, like, he literally tried to get me into this game for, like, weeks, only because I played a bunch of Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, when I was younger, and to prove the point, I've literally got Yu-Gi-Oh! cards in front of me. Oh, I, nice. oh, these are my cards, unfortunately, whoops. But I, I have Yu-Gi-Oh! cards around here somewhere, but in any case, he, he really pestered me to, uh, to, to pick up the game. And a bunch of my other friends in band and in theater were, were doing it as well. So I, I just kind of roped myself into it. And it turns out I beat them a lot. So I, my <laughs> thirst for power became That's very apparent at the beginning. <laughs> well done. But yeah, I would always do like combo decks against them and they would and they would despise me for it. <laughs> oh, that's where it started. <laughs> that's literally where it started, yeah. That's where it started. You're trying to figure out the funniest ways how to beat your friends. Right. You know you're yeah, getting I mean, good when you, when you only have so many cards and you get like this one legendary, and you're like, okay, how can we make this good? Because <laughs> at first you think every single legendary is broken until you realize, oh, wait a minute, Gruel's not as good as it used to be. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's fun. You know you're getting good when your friends like refuse to play with you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and unfortunately, my brother doesn't play anymore just because he naturally doesn't like the uh, the random aspect of uh, of card games. Mm. He's, a lot, he's a lot more of a, of a melee player, like fighting games and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, I, I I can definitely relate to that. <laughs> That's funny. I don't know. The same thing happens to me though. My kid brother got in during the beta and was bugging me forever. You got to play it. You got to play it. You got to play it. And I was like, 
And I'm already playing 10 games. I'm already playing Magic. I'm already playing, you know, like I can't, I don't have any more time to play any more things. And then I finally, like he finally wrote me into it. And I was, I just hooked ever since. Um, so anyways. <laughs> um, let's see here. Yes, uh, we will post. I'll I'll post up a link to the um, HS Replay article and the YouTube video um, in the show notes, so everyone can check that out. And I, I highly recommend it. Um, the video is great. The video, yeah. What do you use to do your um, editing? Anyhow, I'm always curious to see what other people use. Uh, so I've kind of got a mix that I mean, I, I, everybody's got their own way of doing things, but uh. The biggest thing for me is that I can't really afford video editing programs and stuff like that. So I have to use a lot of free programs and whatnot. So what I use for video editing is uh, Resolve, uh, like DaVinci Resolve. Okay. Um, there's a free program that you can get uh, to where you can... It's actually like a very intensive uh, video editing software. And uh, Dexter's really the one that kind of like pushed me in that direction to be like, yo, like the video editing's really easy. You can do it yourself. Like You just got to take the two seconds to look up some questions and then figure it out and then lo and behold suddenly a week later i come out with that uh with that pen flinger combo but um yeah like i use resolve for video editing and for thumbnails i actually use obs studio like literally i just put everything into a screen screenshot it put it in paint and then save it oh my god like it's not the most <laughs> ideal way to do things but for thumbnails and for video editing that's how i do it and then usually i if i need to fight against myself i for the time being, have my uh, my brother's laptop that he's not really using because it's kind of a piece of crap. It's literally falling apart in front of me. I use that whenever I have to like forge combos. <laughs> hey, I like that OBS and Paint is a lifesaver. I use it all the time. <laughs> I gotta it, start it doing works, that. Man. It's how I make my memes sometimes too. Like just get transparent, uh, transparent photos, and then it's just it's, it's god tier. Who needs Photoshop skills? <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hey, I've, been, uh, I've been meaning to look up a way to get Photoshop though. Like I, I need, I need to do it. It's, it's just for for what it can do for content creation. It, it's it's worth it. I'll tell you, it it was like I've been using Photoshop for a long time, and mm -hmm. it was easier back in the day because you could buy a license for it. Um, it was, you know, it's never real cheap, but like my father-in-law and I split a license or like we bought two licenses and I was able to do it with like a, like a student version or whatever. Um, but, uh, they don't, they don't sell them anymore. Like all, all you can get is a monthly subscription. It's like 20 bucks a month, but it's gotta be worth your time. You know, if you're not making money off of it, it's like, eh, I don't know. It's a good program. It's a good program though. I do recommend it. Hey, uh, you had mentioned that you were in theater. Like, what type of stuff did you do? Oh, uh, in high school, I uh, I didn't start until about my second semester of sophomore year, I think. But I did tech theater just because a lot of my band friends were also into it. And I was always interested in how, like, like my high school was really, really good at theater. Like, that was the main thing that they focused on. And they had, like, literally, like, a studio theater uh, as well as, like, an actual, like, uh, amphitheater and whatnot. So, like... Uh, I really, um, I really got peer pressured by uh, by my by my uh, friends and band to do tech theater, and yeah, I just honestly loved it and stuck with it for a couple of semesters. That's nice. cool. 
Yeah, we did shows like, uh, oh, God, I think Bye Bye Birdie, Peter Pan, uh, Alice in Wonderland. That was a trip for sure. Oh, and my personal favorite, Shrek. Sounds like you. Shrek the Musical. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. That would have been fun. Who it was you? before the Shrek is Love, Shrek is Life memes, too. It was it was either that or right around the same time. Like I I think I remember people sending each other that video back in the day. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. it was at the same time. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. You guys have any... Oh, 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 I've got one other question for you. We always ask people like, hey, how did you come up with your with your username? So I know your name is Clark. Was it? It's Hutchins, right? Hutchings. Yeah. Hutchings. How did you come up with Clark Hellscream? To be honest, the only reason like the main reason why I did it was because Hutchings and Hellscream like they just work. It's just two. It's just two syllables, essentially. And I like I played a lot of warrior back in the day. That was kind of my favorite class. But I have the most wins with Paladin. But uh, yeah, it's it's literally just because the H is a line. It's two syllables, and I thought it would work funny to capitalize all of Hellscream. That's pretty much how it came about. Because you... I've always used the name Clark for my usernames, just because uh, I'm I'm used to playing games to where like you have to get the name first before somebody else takes it. Uh, so I've just stuck with Clark, just because it's just you know it's a simple simple name I can take. Uh, but. When I decided to make my Twitter, I thought I needed to have some kind of gimmick, you know? <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised. It's actually really hard to claim Hydralisk on everything. Anytime yeah, something exactly. comes out, I got I get an account. Get Hydralisk first. Someone's <laughs> going to take Hydralisk. <laughs> I need it. But yeah, it was it was just it was literally just a thought that I had like, okay, this could work. I have no other better ideas. Might as well just roll with my name. <laughs> That's Plus, you can't forget that, right? Honestly. <laughs> What's your username? Aha, my name. Yeah, my username is my name. Congratulations. I'm already in your brain. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that t-shirt? The one that says, Ride the Hell Scream? Or something like that? I got to find it Ride for you. Ride the Hell Scream? Is that like a roller coaster or something? It's it's based on... No, but it's got, it's got Hell Scream's face on it. It's awesome. I'll find it. I'll find it. Um... Yeah, it sounds like some kind of roller coaster you would go on, like ride the hell scream at four. Yeah, at, uh, six flags. Six something. flags. <laughs> I almost said four kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. Uh, you guys have any questions for Clark before we move on? I think no, I was curious about the username, but uh, you had asked it, so I'm glad to find out. I was always curious. Nice, nice. Um. All right. Hey, before we get too far into the show, I do want to say a big thank you to our patrons, uh, especially Shokunin. Thank you so much for being the executive producer of our show. Uh, you help us keep the lights on here, especially with the website stuff and um, really appreciate your help. So to uh, Shokunin and Adam W and all of our other patrons, thank you so much for supporting the show. If you guys are interested in doing that, we are in the process of working on our Patreon uh, to get some pretty cool rewards coming. So you'll in the next week or so, hopefully, um, we can get some stuff out there. Uh, if you go to our website, it's borntobewildhs.com. Uh, you can find out more about it. And uh, that being said, I will pass it off to Hydra. So how's everybody doing this week? I, 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 I want to go start off with Mike first here because I know he had a pretty cool week. Because usually when I want to relax for the evening and 
chill out. I like to throw on daily Hearthstone moments. It's just a fun thing that I like to do and watch. And I got a bit of a surprise, Mike. <laughs> You're muted. Sorry all about right. that. Uh, it's all good. Yeah, I got, I got, I got a bit, of, a bit of surprise too because I was streaming, um, and I forgot to tweet that I was live. So I went on there, and um, Earthshatter had tagged me, and he said that I was at uh, timestamp 404, and I was trying to figure out why. And then um, it dawned on me because I hit Legend the day before uh, with Secret Mage, and it was a top deck uh, Fireball for for Exact Lethal. <laughs> nice, it nice. Was, uh, yeah, it, it was pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, who else was in this video? Um, Ali Straza, Liquid Ox, you know, top level people. So it's about time we get on there. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's it awesome. Was one of, it was one of those moments where it wasn't just you got a top deck. You asked for the top deck. Oh yeah, I totally. Call, yeah, I called it. You so, asked and you received. <laughs> it was love. It was it. An amazing moment. Hey, I'll put that's... it in the. Uh, I'll put it in chat for those who haven't seen it. Yeah, good times. And you said 404? Yeah, timestamp's 404. Awesome. And we'll link it in the show notes as well. So you had quite a week between the... So new new Tavern Brawlers video, new... Mm-hmm. You're featured on the um, Daily Hearthstone Funny Moments video, and then you hit Legend, right? That's always good. So Yeah. So tell me about this a little bit. You mm-hmm. said you're using Secret Mage? Yeah, we're using Secret Mage. Was that too? Um, like I, so I, I hit before, right before Skullamance launched, and so I've just kind of been memeing out in, uh, in like Dumpster Legend, but um, it, Dark, like what is it, Dark Lair Warlock or Pain Warlock or whatever they're calling it, has like made this resurgence and kind of been plaguing the, the ladder. So was this to mm-hmm. tech against that, or what was your why, why Secret Mage? Yeah, this was exactly for that because playing against that deck it's like they don't win if they don't get dark glare and regardless if they do or don't they're always tapping and then playing minions to make their life go down so if they don't ever get the uh spell stone they're not gaining life back and that's perfect for secret mage because i'm looking to do you know just burn two cloud two cloud <laughs> princes and two fireballs and so yeah they're, they're doing half the damage for me so i was playing other <laughs> decks that kind of like let them come back let them draw cards so i just switched to mage and then it was a wrap that's pretty cool that's pretty smart Mm -hmm. there was a meme on reddit that was going around for a while where it was uh uh calling it call an ambulance but not for me (laughs) (laughs) but that's that's one way to call an ambulance for them like Mm -hmm. that's that's taking advantage of a weakness which is probably why blizzard would say that dark lair warlock is balanced Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's got a counter. Like, yeah, if, it does have if, a way if I knew somebody was bringing it, I would happily bring Secret Mage. Like, I'm not saying the deck isn't good, but Secret Mage is, puts out damage. It doesn't stop. It's always consistent too. Yeah. I heard. I can't remember who, but somebody was playing Control Warrior purposely just to counter it. Also, we've kind of seen a resurgence of Odd Warrior, and then of of all things, Dead Man Hands, Dead Man's Hand Warrior. Yeah, Reno Jackson's been playing that a lot, and I think Zeddy also played that a lot. Uh, the fr- I mean, he played it a lot the previous expansion, but I think he's also tried it out this uh, th- with the new cards. Yeah, so get this: I learned I learned something new this week. I learned that there is a Discord specifically 
for people who play Dead Man's Hand Warrior, and it's got 150 people in it. Like, Whoa. and that's all they do. It's called Dead- <laughs> DMH Warrior Fan Club. It's crazy. I, I, I mean. I didn't realize it had a cult following. Right? That's yeah. hilarious. I had no idea. The deck is uh, not easy to play. And, no, I mean, I've, never, I've never played it once in my life. It's I, complicated. I don't even know how it works 100% myself. Well, but it, the, it revolves around popping off an infinite combo with like uh, with Cold Light Oracles. Sometimes you use like Brawls for infinite removals. But essentially it's trying to cycle an infinite uh, resources of cards that... Fatigue your opponent, clear the board, or give you life. The only yeah. time I ever played it was actually before Bomb Warrior was a thing. I saw a list of Dead Man's Hand with Iron Juggernaut. <laughs> and it was just so you can keep playing Iron Juggernaut. <laughs> and I, I played that deck until I got my first win. And then that was it. <laughs> I mean, I think the deck is complicated, though, where you there's a different win con depending on what deck you're facing like you want to do different things and so um i don't know it's it's definitely interesting i don't have the patience for it personally uh but it's cool i mean yeah well what about you nate uh how was your week uh you know it was kind of a standard kind of boring week um but a couple cool things happened to me this week so i got some stuff in the mail so i will we'll show you guys my messy hair, but uh, wait, you got you got mail. I got this cool hat in the mail. I don't know Mail's if you guys working. can see that nice, nice stitched uh, logo there. And then we got look good. Hashtag got, threaded. <laughs> got these. Turned out pretty good. Pretty good. So yes, very excited. Got got some stuff in the mail. If you guys want that. Um, is uh available on the website so shameless uh self-promotion there but i'm really really happy with how they turned out so that's super cool um i am very excited mm-hmm. because um we've got a giveaway coming up i don't want to get too much into it now but we'll we'll get there later oh. and that's always really fun um and then i think the last thing that just i really had a good time uh last night actually um Aramorn and i did some co-op and we um mm-hmm. we played uh, that big shaman deck that i've been playing and we took it to dad legend and that was really fun just to um kind of chill chat for a little while and win some games um so yeah i mean it's been a pretty chill week and uh, having a lot of fun sweet sounds pretty good so what about you clark anything interesting going on in your week this week uh honestly aside from just uh I mean, I just I just spent the past uh, past week with my girlfriend, just like honestly, just relaxing and just spending time with her. She's That's honestly she did a lot for me on my birthday. I feel kind of spoiled. Uh, but in any case, I've just been trying to find some new combos. I have a few uh, a few ideas that I have written down, but I'm trying to come up with like another uh, another Skullomance combo video of just like mm-hmm. some other ideas and. I'm even thinking about trying to find Mogu cultist combos in every single class, but Jesus, Demon Hunter, dude, I don't even want to. Go, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> Demon Hunter's the worst when it comes to thinking about combos. At least for every single class. Yeah, right on. Well, for me, um, I'm pretty excited that it's Friday because Born to Be Wild. It's always mm-hmm. a good place to be. 
and work week's over, and I am off work all next week. And I've been looking forward to this for a long time because we've been so crazy busy at work, and I'm just ready to relax. We're actually, my family and I are going to the Okanagan, and we're going to be right on the lake for the next, like, I don't know, like eight days, nine days, something like that. Um, Nice, nice. Staying out there. Uh, My parents are bringing this big RV. We're going to pop up some tents and give, you know, my son the camping experience. It's in a campground and we're right on the water and my dad's bringing his jet ski. So we're just going to be chilling in the hot weather and just relaxing and very, very much looking forward to it. Um, much, so, much needed, much deserved. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, um, so I won't be here for next week's show because that's where I'm going to be, but I'm going to see if, while I'm out there, I don't, I have no idea if there's reception or not, but, um, you can watch. <laughs> yeah. I was going to yeah, say, jump yeah, in, jump in yeah, chat. I'll, I'll try to watch. You can jump in I'll, chat, I'll, jump in <laughs> chat and say hi. So next um, week, uh, next week we've got electric sheep city filling in for Hydralisk. So that'll be fun. Yes. Yeah, he's he's good people. He's super good people, and uh, so that's good. That'll be and a blast. Next week we've got Sneaky Pete as our guest on the show, so that'll be a lot of fun. Um, with uh, yeah, guest host Electric Sheep City. So oh, nice. I messed up. Yeah. Can I go back? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, for this week, I've been streaming in the mornings. Um, I've been doing a uh, practice for THL starts next week. Been playing uh standard and wild. Bye. That legend run, it was um, eleven and three. I forgot to say that before. Nice, nice. Eleven yeah. and three. Yeah. Wow. Good time to play secret. A bunch, a bunch of warlocks. Yeah. And um, well, I'm gonna see if also while I'm out there, if there is reception, if it's raining or at night, maybe I can sneak in a couple games on my phone or something. I'm, I was, I was looking at the new Tempo Storm decks that the they put out for the latest meta report and um i've been playing kingsbane again but basically they only changed from what i could see two cards they took out the the readers the the new jeeves mm-hmm. um and they just put in the two cutting classes from what i can tell from the list that we were playing before and the cutting class basically is almost always a like a zero mana draw two because mm-hmm. it it goes off of how big your weapon is. Mm-hmm. So I've been playing yeah. that and it's been going over pretty good. But um, one other thing I wanted to do <clears throat> before we move on is I wanted to give a shout out to uh, Young Hunt. We were talking about him before, Austin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was in his stream last night and I wanted to say get well soon because him and his girlfriend both tested positive for coronavirus. Yikes. Oh, no. And... Um, she seems like she's pretty ill currently and he's sort of coming out of it at the moment and he was he was streaming last night and i was watching and she seemed pretty sick and i just want to say you know get well soon to those guys oh yeah for sure that's a bummer that's a bummer yo for i want to reach out to him that's sad to hear yeah well hopefully um, you know hopefully they recover quickly i mean that's uh it's i think some people are hit a lot harder by it um you know, I don't know. I don't know, but that's a shame. So that's it for me for my week. All right. Well, we do have also um, a brand new legend, and I'm very excited. Uh, this part of the show, we typically will shout out um, 
first time wild legend players and this time it's uh one of our friends from discord so boric congrats first time wild legend that's super cool um and also so we'll post it up in the discord and stuff as well and wanted to also give a shout out like the discord is really turning into a community hangout which i'm so happy about and so i know I, when i was talking to um Aramorn yesterday he was kind of bummed because he hadn't hit uh d5 last month and so he lost the uh the 10 stars and was mm -hmm. down to down to nine and he um they got in our discord did the voice chat and did a bunch of co-op between um Boric, who had just hit legend and Aramorn, and then we went and did some more last night but that's super cool just that people are hanging out um that we, if we can be a hub for that, like I'm not trying to pat ourselves on the back, but it just makes me happy uh, inside. So that's super cool. And um, yeah, big shout out to Bork. So congrats on Legend. Congratulations. The first yeah, time. Congrats on that. Uh, first time always feels good. What do they say? Oh, you never forget your first time, right? <laughs> <laughs> never forget your first time. <laughs> so anyways uh we have lots and lots and lots of news tonight so i'm gonna uh pass it over to hydra for the news but y'all feel feel free to um chime in uh there's lots to talk about so oh yeah let's mm -hmm. get right into it we got nerfs right off the bat here uh nerfs two, again yeah we got two big Dude, ones we got every time Kale, i come to the show sorry yeah. <laughs> Kale Boss sunstrider so um our favorite druid card <laughs> right, uh, <laughs> right. I always, I always forget that it's neutral because. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So now it's every third spell costs one mana instead of zero mana. So I, I'm not somebody who has played with this card a lot, but I am somebody who has sat there and watched people cycle, like Clark. Um, Play a lot with it. A lot of ultimate infestations and all this sort of thing. So, how does that mm -hmm. make you feel, Clark? How does this nerf look to you as somebody who plays this card? Oh man, they nerfed my charge druid. I'm so upset. I literally <laughs> had a deck that was that was uh, themed around you know doing Kalethos cheese with like ultimate infestation and overflow and whatnot to play a survival of the fittest with. Uh, originally, it was just a Murloc combo. But then I decided to put Stone Chest Boars, uh, oh god, uh, Argent Horse Riders, uh, and Leroy, and some other cards. Like pretty much, I had ten charge minions. But in any case, oh, did you make actual applications? Oh, go ahead. Did you say? Did you make a video or have a clip on that? Yeah, it's, it's on my it's on my YouTube channel. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, mm -hmm. but you just you made me remember. I, I saw that we should link that video too. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty goofy. But in any case, the issue with most Hearthstone nerfs in the past have, has always been the, the change from zero mana to one mana. Because free actions are just always going to be ridiculous, no matter how, how overpowered they are. But Druid in particular, the fact that they have five card draw spells, and the fact that you can have, I mean, at least in Wild, you can have four of them, that, that's just way too consistent. And at least the, the zero to one will prevent that from being so consistent, but... It's just even more impossible for other classes to utilize Kalthos. So, like, it's kind of annoying how Druid is just kind of ruining this card for everybody. Yeah. 
We just all got it golden too. <laughs> I know, right? You can't even. I just... literally just got it before too. Yeah, I, I decided to sit down with the adventure and actually get it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know it's a shame that you can't disenchant if you want, because uh, it's a free card. But where's my dust blizzard? <laughs> right, right. That's what we. This is the the Hearthstone community wouldn't be the Hearthstone community if we didn't complain about the free stuff that they give us, right? <laughs> <laughs> This is true. Oh, so well, uh, you think it's only, is it only a matter of time before Sorcerer's Apprentice gets nerfed? Well, slow um, down. Don't, don't, don't speak it into existence. <laughs> don't speak it into existence. Here's my opinion on that. Like, Blizzard loves Exodia Mage and Archmage and Tinnitus, like, or at least loves to enable the possibility of it. So, like, I, I really don't think that they plan on making Sorcerer's Apprentice costs, uh, or at least changing the ability of it, unless there's, like, a bunch of decks that really utilize it well. And right now in Standard, like, there's one deck that kind of can, can, can do it pretty well, but it's not really the greatest, while Wild still has, uh, you know, like, Quest Mage and stuff like that. So if Quest Mage gets kept in check, I really don't think that they're going to do anything to it. Just because they love the, the 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 thematic aspect of having Exodia Mage and infinite fireballs and stuff, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, Antonitis never gets played. Exactly, exactly. Hey, so. just just for funsies, like as because you were um, a Yu Gi Oh player, for for the people who don't know, can you can you tell them how Exodia Mage got the name? Okay, I, so uh, I actually have, you know, I actually have an Exodia deck in the other room that I could literally pull the cards out for if you want me to. Oh my god, that's awesome! <laughs> let me go grab that. Let me like give me two, give me two minutes. Yeah, let me like a minute or two. Hey, that's that's good. That's super good. All right, you know what? I'm pausing the recording here until he gets. <laughs> anyway, that's a different story. Uh, all right, yeah. we're we're back. We're back. So, right, so for those who are unfamiliar with what Exodia is, it's from the Yu-Gi-Oh uh, anime card game, and uh, there's essentially uh, like only five pieces of your deck that you need to draw, and you automatically win the game. But it's disguised as four cards that are really weak. Like these are these are one star monsters with like 300 attack. Essentially, it's equivalent to like a one mana one one, except worse because Yu-Gi-Oh scales really really high. Yeah. But there's the one card, Exodia the Forbidden One, where if you have this card plus all the other cards, you literally win the game instantly. Mm. So the whole point of, of these of these kind of decks is just to dig through your deck as fast as humanly possible, draw the five cards, and smack it down on the field like you're the uh like you're the biggest uh <laughs> like you're the biggest football player on the field, you know? You call <laughs> so you gather all five and you slam it down and you call Uno, right? <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you say you say exodia obliterate <laughs> yeah and then your opponent reveals a reverse card and then you're just baffled <laughs> <laughs> so it almost seems that the otk paladin like exodia paladin is closer to an exodia than the mage yeah because it's got the head as the hero and then the four pieces uh you the four horsemen as the other pieces oh yeah so i like I've it made that comparison in the past as well or in other cases where you use Beardo as the combo, then, you know, Beardo's the head. <laughs> I, you know, I played that earlier this month. I was playing OTK Beardo Paladin. I took it oh, to, I took it to, I don't know. I took it to Platinum somewhere and then I just was hitting too much meta stuff. But God, it's so fun. It is so fun. It is fun. So, hey, uh, well, 
big shout out also to Imic. Uh, I know he writes a lot of stuff for Hearthpone, um, but also he's been doing the visuals for these uh, card nerfs. And so, and then we always use his graphics, and they're so helpful to see what's changed. Very well done. Very well done. Anyways, so yeah, so what is the other one? So the other one we have here is the the priest legendary Mind Renderer Elusia, which originally was two mana. It's now going up to three mana. So for this, I know a lot of um, people when they were running it either would save it for later in the game for reasons, but against aggro, they were just playing it out, you know, turn two at the beginning. If their opponent had coin, they would steal the coin, run that out, pass the hand back, and just sort of stump aggro. Um, I so heard I, a, Let me interrupt you for two seconds. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, just yeah. because I, I heard a really hot take on this that I thought was really funny is just as a, um, you know, I don't know, like a, a move to like intimidate your opponent you know you're playing uh reno priest or something like that you drop this on two and you show them like i've got raza i've got reno jackson <laughs> i've <laughs> i've got uh you know shadowy <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you flex hard you flex hard on your aggro <laughs> opponent and then you know they see your hand and then they just concede <laughs> oh my gosh i why did i disenchant this i'm gonna i gotta I gotta make this again. I opened so, a golden one, so <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, one other thought I had on this was uh, from walk to work. Um, Blister guy was talking about how if you have, if you're planning on getting a full collection, like this card is still a good card, and there's no real reason to get rid of it. But if you want the dust. Like and you and you nowhere near a full collection, then by all means, dust it and get whatever you want. But if you if you're a collector, like Nate, you got the whole this whole set, right? Yeah. So are you gonna keep it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm I'm probably just gonna make it again because I have almost a complete set. I so mean, I, I, I think so I'm gonna reverse that. I mean, here's the deal, right? If you can get full dust value, and you're trying to make some other deck, like you could dust this and pick a different legend that you want. I mean, I don't know. If you have a gold one, you could dust it and craft, you know, two legends or whatever. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I I still think I don't think that the nerf actually did all that much. Like when you really want to use this is like when you're right after your opponent plays Geppetto or right after your opponent plays, you know, like a juicy psych melon on ten mana or whatever, like and and disrupt their combo. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think that it's significant enough to... I think it's still good. I don't know. Yeah, and, and if nothing else, like, you get to see what they have. You get to steal their card draw that turn. Like, it's not a bad card. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't find the nerf to be that significant. Well, frankly, I'm surprised that they didn't touch... Um, I was saving, uh, God, what is it called? The um, Mana Bloom or Lightning Bloom or whatever it's the... Uh, yeah, Lightning Bloom. I'm surprised they didn't touch that one. I've saved mm -hmm. up a bunch of copies. I haven't dusted anything yet. Uh, and I'm surprised that they didn't touch Secret Passage. Uh, like a one mana draw five seems pretty darn good. So I'm glad, still be coming. I'm kind of glad they didn't. <laughs> I know. I still I still need my 1K Rogue, so I'm... I'm uh, yeah. I, I don't mind, but... Yeah, I'm I'm just I'm surprised. I was expecting more, but 
you know, I don't know. It's interesting. Yep. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Mind render particularly is an interesting case because this kind of ability, like th- it's not even about how powerful it is. It's about how badly the opponent's going to feel if they get absolutely dunked by this card, which has already happened. <laughs> like, I kind of like. I, I'm pretty sure you guys have seen this on uh, on on Twitter, but people have literally started the hashtag delete priest, and I'm pretty sure it's almost yeah. single handedly because of this card. Oh my god! I was I so I don't normally play standard, right? But I'm I'm just trying to finish up my 1K heroes, and so I've been playing um, big recruit warrior in in standard, kind of in my free time. And I got dunked on so hard by Priest over the last couple of days that I was, I don't normally like rage and post on it about it on Twitter, but like, God, steal all my cards, like kill all my cards, reduce all the health and then steal them and then kill what's left was so mad. Like I was ready to launch my computer out the window and, um, (laughs) yeah, and like really, that's like, that's not me. The worst case scenario with this kind of card is like, like very basic example is if you're fighting against a combo, if if you as a priest are fighting against a combo deck and you play out this card, not only do you get to take their combo and completely use all of their cards, but then suddenly you switch back and then you're back to using your original deck after yeah. you completely laid waste to any hopes that they had of winning the game. And it's just like, I, I just I'm not a fan personally of this kind of design, and it really doesn't help that I personally don't like the playstyle of priest. Mm-hmm. But like, I really feel like they're gonna have to mm-hmm. like look out for like the possibilities that this card has because it still can steal hero cards on turn ten theoretically. There's other ways of like not necessarily playing it on turn two, but there's still ways of playing it in the early mid game that kind of disrupts people. But like. You do have to play it well, and that's the only major defense I have for it, is that in order to play this card correctly, you have to time it well. I agree. I agree. It's not a like a free win or something. I think I've heard a lot of the pros say um, that it's really a skill-testing card. It's not... I mean, y- you have to be careful when you play it. It's got to be very strategic. You've got to do it the right way. So I think it's fine. I, I And still, I think at three mana... I don't think that anybody that's playing it in Reno Priest is going to pull it out. I mean, no, nah, definitely not. Mm-hmm. So, and, and that primarily is the reason why I'm keeping it in gold. Yeah, um, yeah. The other, um, the other thing to keep in mind is that Priest can easily find other copies of legendaries, especially with like Galakron. Uh, I mean, and in, and in mm. Wild, it's pretty common to get um, to get extra copies of this minion if you have Raised Dead. Like that's been like the go-to for priests. Like every every single priest I've seen has been playing Raised Dead because it's just such a good card. Um, but yeah, getting multiple copies of of these kind of minions is the main reason why priest tends to be, uh, I guess, uninteractive to play against. In my opinion. Yeah, I agree, and I uh, will admit that I totally um, underestimated Raised Dead. I think now that I've played a little bit of it, played against <laughs> it. Uh, you can control really easily what cards you're getting back. Like, yeah, very easily. And so, like, it, it, you can get Zephyrs, you can get Reno Jackson, you can get Kazakus, whatever. Like, it's really easy to, um, you know, track those. And so, oops. Still a good card. Yeah, yeah. All okay. Right. Well, next we have, I don't know if you guys remember, two weeks ago, we talked about the philosophy bundle. Yeah. Where it came to the store, some people could get it, 
it disappeared. Some people had issues buying it when it was there, didn't work. Well, it's actually back, and you can buy it. And from what um, I can tell, it's an extremely good deal. Um, it comes with two legendaries from Skolomance, and then you get 10 packs from Ashes of Outland and uh, 10 packs from the Year of the Dragon packs. And so for $20, it's, I mean, if you want to, you know, complete your collection or build it more, it's totally a good deal. I personally got four legendaries out of it. Holy crap. It's value. It yeah. is. Well, it's $20 for legendaries. A dollar a pack That's plus, awesome. plus the two guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was going to ask, did you guys, number one, did you guys get it? And number two, did you, if so, did you open anything good? Yeah, well, that was me. <laughs> How about you guys? Uh, I mean, for me personally, it, it was kind of funny because the two, um, I posted it in the Discord, but the two, I, I had bought both pre-orders for Skullamance, and so the two uh, guaranteed legends that I opened in gold uh, were the same two legends that I got from the Philosophy Bundle in normal, which is kind yeah, of fun. It right. was kind of kind of funny, but it was cool, and I don't mind. Um, what I really liked, though, I was opening up the packs, and I opened up a golden... Um, what is it? The, the thing from below? Is that what it's called? No, no, no. Uh, the little kaiju, the Godzilla, um, the the shaman legend that does three damage to something, and if it kills it, oh, the lurker from below. The lurker below, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, dude, it looks really cool in gold. Uh, so I am super happy with that. Um, yeah, yeah. Did you get it, Mike? No, I did not get the bundle. Um, Yet? I great. We'll, I got. We'll have to. Was... We'll have to hook you up. That's. We'll make it happen, Mike. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, Clark, did you did you buy it? No, I didn't get it. I uh, I was lucky to get the uh, the pre order, so I'm not trying to get any more uh, packs. I've been I've been riding off the dust in my collection in order to get cards that I need. I feel you. Uh, hey, so some some good news um, for everyone out there. We were gonna do a giveaway, um, but instead of doing one giveaway, we're doing two giveaways. <laughs> So two, two. Uh, okay. we will we will do one out of pocket and then Shokunin, the executive producer of our show, offered to pitch in and uh, provide a second one. So, um, Mike, awesome. you want to you tell people how they can uh, be entered in the in the drawing for one of these bundles? I would love to do that. Let me see. So these bundles are available uh, until August 31st. Um, so for our giveaway, um, is this what we discussed, Nate? Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do the, this the, the, the okay. YouTube thing and then I'll, we can uh, announce the winners on next week's show. Yeah. So, um, to enter the giveaway, you're going to want to follow, I'm sorry, follow. We're going to subscribe to our YouTube page. So go to youtube.com slash born to be wild HS. It's oh, a uh, podcast. It's pod- yeah. They wouldn't, let, they wouldn't let us change it there. So. YouTube. Oh, you can change it there? That's messed up. All right, so youtube.com backslash Born to be Wild podcast. Go uh, subscribe to our page now to uh, enter the giveaway, and uh, we'll announce it next week on the show. So, yeah, excited for that. And um, we put out a tweet, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A little a little shameless uh, self-promotion, but... Oh, of course. But... Shameless. Keyword. Oh, it's such, it's such a good deal, though, and I don't know. I've, I've seen so many people, like bragging about what the, what they got and you get two legendaries yeah i like, mean i think that's guaranteed. kind of 
It's kind of nice because if it's just packs, uh, you're really not guaranteed anything. And it's always, I always yeah. feel bad when I watch someone like Hydra open up four legends and then I get zero. <laughs> like, what is that? That's not, you know, that's not fair. It's also legendaries from the new, uh, the new expansion. So yes. like if you're trying to get something in particular, you can maximize your chances. Yeah, and remember too that there's the no duplicate protection for all cards of all rarities now. So it's just going to fill out that collection nicely. So, I think that's pretty cool. Next in uh in the news here is uh Play Hearthstone is having an invitational coming up. Uh it's on August 25th. It starts at 9 a.m. Uh, unfortunately, it's standard, so we don't really have too much to say on it, <laughs> I was, except... I was going to say, why do we tell us why we care about that. <laughs> that? We care about this for only one reason, is what mm -hmm. we were just talking about is packs. If oh. you want some packs, you can watch it on Twitch. There are Twitch drops for the first two hours. You'll get a couple packs and then... Or one pack. Do you get one or two? I think it's four hours. You get two packs. I don't know yeah. how that works. So yeah, but... one one pack the first hour or first two hours, and then another pack after the four hours. So if you're trying to fill out that collection, you like watching Hearthstone, throw it on. If you don't like watching standard Hearthstone, throw it on in the background, play wild. <laughs> right. I will tell you. So this happened. I think it was last last week. Was it that they gave away uh, two Ashes of Outland packs on accident as Twitch drops? um <laughs> uh, and they yeah, you know they accident. went to yeah they went to say uh we didn't actually mean to do that but we're letting you keep the packs um <laughs> wow and so i saw saying it would have been too difficult for them to revert it <laughs> right yeah i think it was ben hearthstone that um posted like hey uh this is happening i just got packs uh just for watching what's going on i think that that uh twitch drops are enabled right now or something and so i i was doing something else but i threw up um, somebody stream in the background and went to do whatever I was doing and came back a couple hours later and logged in and got my free packs. It was awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, and then they, they disabled it pretty quick, but, um, oops. <laughs> Clark, wait, Clark, oh, well. you, did you say you got it? Yeah, I got them as well. Nice. I, I just, I, uh, I usually watch the, uh, the streams, um, especially up there on Twitch. But then, yeah, I just got them randomly. I don't think I got anything particularly useful, but still, free packs are free packs. Right. Something like that. Mm -hmm. I love that. If you've seen like the little Hearthstone animated shorts, there's the one, I don't know any of the names of the characters, but there's that one of that Blood Elf guy, and he's like throwing the card, and it goes into the bottle and turns into dust. Like, that's what it's <laughs> like. Every time I open packs, it's like dust, 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 dust. <laughs> I love it. It's uh, so. But yeah, hey, sometimes we got to remember that uh, the people of Blizzard, they are just people like us too, right? <laughs> they, well, make, they make mistakes. And the like, crazy thing is like, you know, we're still living under like COVID-19 conditions and a lot of these folks are working from home, um, which is not easy. I don't know. I did it for a couple of weeks and it was not particularly fun or easy. And mm -hmm. so. I it doesn't don't know. sound fun. <laughs> no. it's it's uh it's difficult for sure and speaking of mistakes <laughs> blizzard uh posted a video featuring the card disciplinarian gambling Ooh. oh God, yeah that was really funny 
And so in in the video, they feature like a lifelike looking version of the card, and it had different text than what the card actually has in game. Believe it or not. Yeah. Normally, it says after you play a minion, destroy it and summon a 4-4 failed student. But in the video, it said a 5-5 failed student. I got oh. I got so excited about that. I was uh, I was because it looked like a buff, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like, we oh, they're buffing it. I was like, this guy's not played enough. They're going to play it more now. Well, and when we did the um, when we did our let me see here when we did our car like card reveal I, show mm-hmm. um i thought sorry i was playing the video in the background so people might have heard it but uh i thought that it was going to be a lot better than it turned out to be mm-hmm. uh like i thought it was going to be some kind of meta defining craziness and uh it really is not <laughs> at i least, haven't played it at least because it's a setup card that's the main reason why yeah. like even if they were to make this to a five five which i'm assuming that i mean, i'm assuming they were like yeah, let's let's learn from Quest Rogue and not make five five through in the game again. Yeah. Uh, but um, but yeah, like the biggest thing about this card is that you have to set up or you have to make up your you have to make your deck essentially centered around this, and there's just more consistent ways of dealing damage and setting up big boards for Warlock specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blizzard ended up responding because everyone was speculating, right? And so they they responded and they said. Oops, sorry. <laughs> uh, this was actually what the card used to read before we released it, and it was updated. And I guess they made the video before they decided on what the final <laughs> text said. Yeah, I so. think it was Celestalon said. Yeah, that's what that's what we did in um, you know in their testing or whatever. And I don't know. It's still like Clark was saying. It's a setup card, and so it's really difficult to actually pull off. Like. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a four mana three six, and they're going to have to kill it. Um, I've tried it a little bit, and it's not quite as good as I was hoping it would be. Like, uh, you play with eggs or something like that, but I don't. It was a little bit underwhelming. What about any zero cost minions? Yeah, playing wisps and stuff. There are some people that are trying that in standard. Mm. Well, it might be okay. I don't know. I'm just, but I'm just... dark glare warlock running amok and wild i don't really know how uh, how uh, applicable th- this card would be in the meta yeah good point yeah oh well um <laughs> oh well, it's funny like like you said right yeah they're only human so. yeah they're only yeah. human they make mistakes i see ridiculous mistakes at work all the time especially since i'm in the quality department it's, oh, yeah! I'm the bad guy. I get to tell everybody oh, all of their mistakes. Okay. Oh, you yeah. screwed up. Sorry, sorry yeah. to be the bearer of bad news. <laughs> well, you know how we're always talking about how Blizzard doesn't care about Wild. Well, <laughs> they decided to actually feature our friend Raffle in a video, which was pretty cool. He made a video where he talks about all the dual class cards and synergies and how you can break them in wild. He's the the professor of wild studies. The <laughs> professor of wild studies. And he's okay. wearing this little jacket and he's got a, a wand in his hand. And yeah, he goes and he talks about all the different uh, synergies and things that you can do. I'm sure there's even more, but um, it was neat because it was on the play Hearthstone Twitter. Yeah. He made the splash and, page of the, of the client. It was awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, which is pretty cool. And there was a really um, funny part uh, where he was talking about Wand Thief, and the card pops up, and then he does this thing where he looks down at his wand real quick to make sure it's still there, and then he keeps talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's clever, I like that. We, yeah, we, yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. It was nice to see uh, somebody that's put in a lot of time and effort into streaming wild. Mm-hmm. And he's usually playing meme decks and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, he, he got recognized. He got featured. So hats off to Raffle for that one. Yeah. And, and speaking of hats, you know, we're a bunch of old dudes that really love puns and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anything and uh ridiculous hat is the king of puns so but yes anyways um, oh, yes, he is. that's super cool though it's like every time we think that they forgot about wild they're like no 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 we we remembered you um and so that's cool it's always um i think especially i can't really speak for standard i really can't but i think that we have seen time and time again in the wild community that we are very um i don't know just a bunch of cool people nice people trying to lift each other up and mm-hmm. there's really not very much drama and i like to celebrate other people's successes mm-hmm. and so you know when somebody makes it it's like wow that's cool so we saw hat get on the front page doing a, a featured stream yeah that's super cool that was awesome um, we see Raffle up Very here, cool. and that's super cool. Um, and so that's cool. It's only a matter of time before Clark is up there. <laughs> it's only a matter. It's only a matter of time. I'm telling you. We, I think yeah, us, us, my quality just a little bit, but have maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so far so good. Yet, but you know, my DMs are open. <laughs> <laughs> you can do the I, drum yeah. track in the next. Uh, the next set announcement video. Hey, listen, check this out. We, <laughs> we, we've been talking about this over the past week where we saw Chris Sierra, who is one of the community managers for Hearthstone post a drum solo on his Twitter page. And, and then we see Clark playing drums and we're like, Oh, we need to do a drum off here and we can, oh, we yeah. can, um, we can facilitate. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I've already reached out to him about that. Actually, the uh, the only issue is is that he has to go to a studio to get a drum kit. He doesn't have his uh, available. Uh, I, I've uh, I've already added him on Twitter, and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I essentially like did like a little uh, like a little drum bit where it's like, "Hey, Chris, I challenge you." <laughs> yeah, I caught that a little bit. I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well. he was like, he was like, "Check my pin tweet, bro." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, hey, so uh, in in the chat, by the way, we've got um, our our buddy Armorn saying, "Hey, Clark, because of you, uh, he crafted Finja for um, Anyfin Paladin." So, oh, that's that's Shout my out. favorite deck. Anyfin Paladin was the was the very first deck that I ended up hitting rank one uh, legend in and wild. I was nice. the very first person to make it in that season. Uh, and I was using like uh, I mean it was a deck that was like somewhat known but like people weren't playing it very well, uh, so I decided to. It, it was uh, it was oh god. Um, Is this back when uh, Call to Arms was only four? Wait, sorry, what did you say? I was just uh, I was just saying how I was hitting rank one with uh, the Murloc Paladin list, which is what uh, he was referencing. Yeah, that's awesome. Was this back when um, Call to Arms was only four? No, this is this is when Call to Arms was five. This okay. was uh, after the Wild Open because that was uh, like the deck that I had used to qualify for, 
and get my uh get my placement okay nice gotcha. yeah no no i love i love finja in um in any fin pally because it'll pull your all your combo pieces i mean it's great yeah, it's 100 underrated a lot of people like just don't understand the synergies because if you put charge minions then suddenly like the murlocs matter <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah okay so next on uh our list in the news here is something uh where blizzard is finally taking some steps towards uh acting on norse dormu there's been a lot of talk about that card lately just because there are certain well a it's can skip your turn um but b there's 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 people that actually cannot play with that card based on their physical restrictions like people like mirak and no hands gamer have issues playing against cards like that yeah. because they can't react and play in time right and uh, Blizzard has done something um, because the only reason anybody ever actually has that card on the board is when it comes out of one of the dream portals from Ysera. Mm -hmm. And so they have removed this card, Nozormu, from that pool. So you will no longer get that summoned off of one of the dream portals, which, which is a pretty nice uh, quality of life thing um, to a lot of people. And we'll see what happens they're talking about changing the classic uh set in the future we don't know if this card is always going to be around in the way that we see it now if it'll rotate to wild at some point but uh it's it's something for now yeah the biggest thing about norse dormo is that it, like you said it wasn't really being played in any other decks and the only time that it was actually doing well was when it skipped your opponent's turn because it, I mean, they 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 fixed it once, which kind of helped the uh, the time, because the biggest issue is that you know the fifteen seconds starts when your opponent ends their turn, and the amount of times you have to wait for the animations to pop off, like suddenly that just eats into the actual fifteen seconds that you have. Mm -hmm. And I wish that there is a way to to prevent that from happening, because I personally love the flavor of Nors Dormu. I think it's like one of those Hearthstone Hearthstone cards out there. But yeah. if it's literally going to continuously be a problem as it has been, especially with Ysera, like it, I'm not sad to see it gone from the dragon portals. I I'm not either, but I tell you what, like I loved, I don't know. I always liked playing Nas Dormu. I mean, everyone used to think it was a meme card, but like, what is it? It's an eight mana, eight, eight. And it, I just, I, nine mana. or nine mana for me personally, like this is probably a negative, but I, I typically will play my turns very quickly. And so if I've got an opponent who's playing slow, like I loved dropping Nazdormu because it really, it, it makes them scramble. Um, but I understand that it causes broken interactions. Um, so I get it. And I, I, I was looking, sorry, uh, Imic was, gave us an update about something I was looking, but did you guys mention uh, what they had talked about is like one of the beta cards that made your screen turn upside down. Did you guys hear about that? Yeah. <laughs> we talk about like making things impossible. Um, so I get it. I mean, I, what we have seen time and time again in the past is them kind of nerfing things that are unfun to play against um, mm -hmm. or, or things that can cause the game to break. And so 
I don't know. Yeah, I've, I think we've all been on the receiving end of the rope lasting three minutes, even though it's not supposed to, because someone has gone like full APM. And uh, anyways, so it, it is what it is. But I think that uh, is a good thing. Zeddy has been yelling about this for the last five months. So <laughs> um, yeah, I bet. <laughs> well, he, yeah, he posted something earlier today about you know, oh, they finally listened to me after five months. It's uh, but. Um, well, the, the last thing we, we have to talk about here in the news is the cupcake card back fiasco where, <laughs> you know, it, it's a card back that a lot of people want that they don't have. And like we had with the philosophy bundle, there was a bit of an error. As far as I know, it was supposed to be back. It sort of was. It went away. It's another issue. We had one of the community managers make a comment that Imic just sent to us saying, hey, everyone, the cupcake card back was not intended to be available during this time. However, we do have plans to make this available through the shop as we did with the Naxxaramas card back in the near future. Stay tuned. So it was another one of those oops. We released it early and we took it back. The Pushed funny, the wrong button. No, but when like when you look at it in the in the um, in your collection in Hearthstone, and you read the text, it says something very similar to like the Ragnaros one or the Naxxramas one, where it says you know first available in you know March of 2015 or whatever it says, and then it says also available during Skullamance Academy launch period or something like that. Is that how people came That's, about this, or did people actually see it in the store? No, 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 no. It was never in the store. We saw it in okay. client. We saw it in client oh, under the card description. And oh, yeah. so, I tried yeah, looking right for now. it in the. I tried looking for it in the store when I heard that everyone was talking about it. It's back, and I couldn't find it. No, yeah, but at, even right now, like if you log into Hearthstone and you look at it in your um, collection, look at the yep. dis- look at the description of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. Do people really care that much about card backs? Because I personally like. I mean, I've, there's a few that I want just because I want the rainbow and I want the blue one, like the ice crown. I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. But are, are, there, are there people that really care about the card backs that much? Uh... Unfortunately, there are. <laughs> I'm one of them. <laughs> I, I, I need everything. I was going to say, uh, the answer to that is yes. Uh, I don't know why, but it's, it's a collector's back. thing. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I'm using it just because people don't have it now. <laughs> you're a jerk a flex hey nice to meet you <laughs> oh god yeah we have to change your name to uh flex low flex <laughs> i'll take it let me see flex here low. yeah here i'll show you i'll show you i've got it mike just sent it over so you it's just a cupcake can. i don't get it <laughs> people uh, seem to love it there it is. It says it here. Uh, acquired from achieving rank twenty in rank play in April twenty fifteen. Oh, or by yeah. uh, or by purchasing it during the Skullamance Academy launch period. So that's that's where that's where it comes from. But so everyone got all excited. It's um, and then we we have this eternal argument over does re releasing old card backs invalidate old, like longtime players? Uh. Does anybody really nope, care? You got to have it for five years. <laughs> like, there's a certain point where you have to get over it. Like, they're gonna re-release this stuff because there's gonna be more <laughs> players that literally never would have been able to have the opportunity to have this, 
And if they yeah. really want to spend 500 gold on them, then let them. Yeah. Right, right. Whatever. <laughs> um, and, and don't worry, those people that just paid 500 gold for it and they're new, they're still at Bronze 5. Like, you can show yours off at Legend. It's <laughs> like, I, I really don't think that the, the aesthetic should be where people have their their stresses on Hearthstone. You know, yeah. it's, it, I'll tell yeah, you what, we, the, we live in a Fortnite world, right? Uh, uh, that's true. Oh, it's because of Fortnite? Uh, where, where they got all their skins. Everybody wants their skins. Oh, uh, the skins. I, I've got an 11-year-old who plays Fortnite who obsesses over, like, when new skins come back and needs to get the skin that he missed from season two. That's hilarious. Sort of but you know what? I mean, when so when we talked about it last week, but they did, um, they did that survey, and uh, I, I had the the opportunity to take it and like 90% of the survey was about uh, skins and alternate art and um, cosmetic updates. And I think some people, I don't know when we talk to, um, you know, some folks still use like the classic hearthstone card back and just don't care at all. And then I do, there you go. And then some folks, you know, lose their mind over the cosmetic stuff. And unfortunately, uh, I am kind of in the same boat as Hydralisk where like, I just eat that stuff up, man. I cannot help it. I wish that I didn't care. I wish that I didn't care. And I absolutely love it. Um, so I don't know. I, if for me, it's it take my $3. Um, <laughs> so whatever Hmm. um one thing that i don't we haven't touched on yet uh but i thought we saw it real late in the day was that um if you all remember those emails that we used to get from blizzard about our monthly like your month in hearthstone yeah yeah i love yeah the ones that make you want to play better right (laughs) i mean it was always Mm -hmm. funny because they'd have a bunch of like random information where i I really priest this month (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, it's, uh, you played against players from 35 different countries okay oh world traveler yeah uh, but I liked seeing the stats I really did and then they just like mysteriously vanished uh, so uh, I saw this first posted from our buddies at out of cards and there's a quote from Chris Sierra he says Let's see, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read the, uh, the the quick article and then the quote. Do you guys remember the period of time when, uh, where with every season reset we would get an email showing our stats for that month, uh, relating to our top played class, highest win rate, most games played, etc. Uh, Chris says, "quote There is an issue that is preventing the stats from being pulled correctly. We plan on bringing these back, uh, but no specific specific ETA on that. Stay tuned." So at least they acknowledged it, which I think is super cool and mm-hmm. excited to get those back. I always thought it was fun. I mean, I don't know. A lot of the information was kind of random, but it was always cool to get. So was this? It was opt in too, wasn't it? Though, because not everybody got it. I think you had to opt into the emails. It was. It was opt in, like in the settings. Yeah. You have to enable. But you know, I mean. It's just a mouse click. It's pretty easy. Yeah, I remember everybody else was getting them, and I couldn't figure out what was going on. <laughs> yeah, that kind of uh, that kind of reminds me of um, like when I when I made a tweet about talking about um, wild esports. Like this is this this is kind of like I guess loosely related, but like uh, the biggest thing that Blizzard, uh, I would say the biggest problem that Blizzard has that people need to keep an uh, 
a, a, a pristine mind to is the fact that they have a lot of lack of resources when it comes to people who understand like the history of stuff. So like pulling the pulling the information correctly for like stats is very very important. But like at the same time, it can be related to like all the other things that people want from Blizzard, like a tournament mode or a spectator mode or esports for uh, for wild and stuff. I really feel like people have to be keen on the fact that they don't have as many people as they would need to do these things correctly. I agree with you like about a billion percent. And I will tell you, um, no, I, I mean, for real, like I, I work in, in management and a lot of what I do is um, project management and resource management. And everybody always wants everything and they always want it right now. And I think that it's important for people to keep in mind, um, you know, you have to prioritize your, your wants and your needs and mm -hmm. realize that, you know, we always joke about like, Oh, small indie company. Right. But yeah, but realistically we are currently living in a pandemic where people are working from home. We have seen uh, a lot of layoffs at blizzard and then they're hiring a lot of new people and what that means when you get new people is that you need to train new people. Um, mm -hmm. And they can only work on so many projects at a time. Also, they're always working on the expansions. Like, they're already done with the next expansion, right? I mean, I'm sure they're probably fine-tuning it right now. But there's yeah. a, a lot going on behind the scenes that nobody realizes. Um, and so how would we really want them to allocate their resources? Like, do we care that much? Like, would I rather have tournament mode or would I rather have this monthly email? Like I would take the tournament mode in a heartbeat. Oh yeah. Tournament. And so, For sure. you know, it's, it's a, it's stuff like that, that, um, I, I don't think that I, I mean, I, Clark, basically I agree with you. Um, everybody wants their cake and eat it too. But at, at, in some regards, like we, we need to have like reasonable expectations. What I do like is that when they did that AMA last week, one of the things that um, uh, Ben, their um, lead game designer or whatever his title is, was saying that they really want the game to stay fresh. They want it to stay um, something that keeps people coming back for years and years and years to come. And frankly, like I would like that too, because this is where all my extra money goes. Um, <laughs> so anyways i don't know i i people dump on the devs all the time and it cannot be an easy job uh i think where you know people are constantly criticizing what you're doing all the time <laughs> and so uh i don't know i like to do a little appreciation every every once in a while that like hey we 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 see what you're doing we really like it um, agreed so, the last one I got was in um, October, let's see, October seventeenth, two thousand nineteen. So it's been almost a year. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? It is what it is. I do think mm -hmm. you know if they can figure it out and they can get it back, um, that's super cool. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. I think um, Armorn and Chad is saying that their databases must be gigantic, and I know that we've like yeah. there there are literally millions of people playing. Um. So. Yeah, I don't know how you catalog all that stuff. Uh, they do have like like I know they've got live leaderboards, so they they definitely have access to some. Mm -hmm. But honestly, like I appreciate if Chris is saying that there's a, a problem with the data coming out accurately, 
Like I'd rather have them fix it and have accurate data than get mm-hmm. than get something and have it wrong. Lies, <laughs> right? Um, or or you know, or you get something and it's got a bunch of random crap on it. Like I don't care how many. Like I play in NA. How, how many other countries am I gonna like play against? Or do I care that my win rate with Rogue last month was ten percent? Like <laughs> uh, no, not. Warrior specifically against warrior specifically, right? I mean, it was like so oddly specific um, that I don't know. I, I mean, if if they could, uh, you know, pull back the curtain and let us see what's under the hood, I do think that would be super cool. But it sounds like they've got um, a lot in store as far as um, some some kind of reworks, and I wouldn't be surprised if we saw some kind of UI rework. Uh, for the game as a whole and who knows i mean maybe one of these days we'd be able to see some of this stuff in client i don't know yeah oh man that'd be oh now you're talking that'd be dope right that'd be sweet yeah well we i mean we start so with battlegrounds you see your mmr uh we have access to it yeah yeah i mean it's it's interesting um and I, I do think that over the years they have gotten better and better and better about communicating. And really that's all that anybody wants, right? It's just, hey, keep us in the loop. We just want to know what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. So anyways, I have gone down the rabbit hole about as far as I'm <laughs> going to go. I know, Mike, Mike, this is – so here's maybe an interesting, maybe a, a controversial topic, right? I know Mike wanted to chat about um, – over the past week, we saw all of these meta snapshots being released. So Tempo Storm did their bi-weekly wild meta snapshot. AlphaCore just released a new one. And then Slizzle also put together um, his like best decks video. And he he says that he won't call it a, a like a tier list because it's just a compilation of good decks to climb with. But mm. um, I think it was interesting. Uh, we were chatting about this in discord and we see their picks for tier one, tier two, tier three. And Mike had said he disagreed with it. And I was really interested to like, Oh, that is a hot take. And I am interested to chat about that a little bit and see what your thoughts were. Yeah. So obviously respect to them. This isn't me trashing on anyone. Oh no 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 no! Absolutely, was... and this is a bunch. I mean, I I guess sorry, Mike. I don't mean to cut you off, but let me let me yeah, say totally. like these are all friends of ours that that write these things, you know. And absolutely, there's no no, no disrespect meant. Um, yeah, but but it's it's always curious to to see what they say. Um, oh yeah, and um, of course I respect the list. I'll be playing the decks they put on their list. I was just caught off guard when I saw um, Temple Storm and Alpha Chord. Um, how low, and it may be because I just hit Legend, but just for my play this month, how low they have uh, Secret Mage rated. Um, I feel it's a great matchup versus Odd Rogue and even Shaman. I feel like it should be higher than them. Some games, um, I can sneak against Big Shaman, so maybe it's going to be lower than that. Um, I've always felt Secret Mage beat Quest Mage, so I didn't see how Quest Mage, even after the nerf to 8, got up to his fourth place but um I, I just feel like it should be rated way higher on this tempo storm list i understand dark glare is you know the new hotness everybody's playing it and loving it but um i haven't lost to it with secret mage maybe it's just my smaller sample size i can play more you know kick the numbers up come back next week and give a bigger sample there but it's just sad to see secret mage ranked at 11 in tier two 
I feel question, I think it should be way higher. Question about your secret mage. Does it run any new cards? Nope. So <laughs> the one I the one I played it didn't. And then I got educated by NHL fan. Um at the time he was ranked one wild literally. And then I think he slipped down to four. Doesn't matter. He's up there with Memnark, Corbett, Jack, you know. He told me that he wants to take out one nether portal to put in lower keeper polkelt. So that when we find Polkelt, now we can get Alaneth, and now we can draw a top in and burn and kill them out faster. Which I actually like that tech a lot. So I, okay. I want to actually want I want to try that list out. Um, the one on the site I saw was like a Reno spell, a Secret Mage. I tried it, it just wasn't my style. Maybe better players than me can push it higher. I just like the Secret Mage we have now. Yeah. So like the reason why I asked that is because we probably still have a lot of people that are like really focused on making use of the new cards or like making use of the new archetypes that have emerged. Mm-hmm. So like people are probably going to be a lot more skeptical of like of of decks that really haven't changed all too much. Okay, so to focus on new stuff and not I, I got you. Yeah, okay. focus on the new stuff and, and the flashy stuff and like honestly, like a lot of people, you. a lot of people uh, won't look to Secret Mage for like terms of like innovation stuff like that because the deck really hasn't changed much in the in the past yeah. couple expansions. It's heard you. Okay. It's funny because when we talk about Secret Mage, like or or Wild in general, when we're deck building. Um, it's almost not even like what cards are good. It's what cards have the most synergy and secret mage almost suffers from like too much synergy. It's crazy. Like of all the decks that exist, (laughs) it is probably in in my opinion, it is probably the most synergetic deck in the game. Like there's so many cards that fit together so well like that. And the deck is like, uh, probably as optimized as it's going to be. I like the idea of adding Polkelt to the deck and see how it goes. Um, mm-hmm. Like, if you can use it to guarantee you're going to pull Aluneth, uh, I like that idea. It's worth a try. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And something else to point out is that this expansion, we didn't get a new Mage Secret. Like, we got a Road Secret, but, like, we didn't get a new Mage Secret, and I don't think that's mm. happened in a while. Yeah, I that's agree. a good point. So here's... Well, yeah, have, have you seen a uh, deck tracker when you play Secrets nowadays? Uh... <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty. The, the, I mean, the secret yeah. bar takes the whole <laughs> screen up. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay, so here, here is my my kind of hot take on this. Uh, and I was joking with Mike, like, oh yeah, I've hit legend for the last five months in a row with tier two decks. Um, but mm. but here's I, I think what it comes down to me, and I'm gonna put my lawyer hat on for a second, is that you have to look at what do they mean by tier s tier one tier two tier three and so when we're looking at tier one they say that means it's a well-optimized deck with extremely efficient and overwhelmingly powerful combos and card synergies that make losing against these decks feel helpless and unfair tier two says competitive decks that have a few slight weaknesses for example poor comeback mechanics or draw consistency can still take games off top tier decks with tech switches and so I think that um, I I don't I, I I mean I think if you follow those definitions, if you will, like I'm fine with their snapshot. I think it's good. I, what what is interesting to me is I for me personally, when I see all of the cards listed, I look at okay, what is what do they consider tier one? But I don't put them in order. I think like the one, two, three, four, I don't know that it necessarily means anything except that there's four that made it to tier one. Like when I see tier two and there's 14 decks, like I don't know that they're necessarily listed in order. Maybe they are, 
but yeah, like, and that's something that I actually wanted to point out is that just because you know, okay, so in the Tempo Storm mm. shot, Reno Priest is number one, and and Cube Warlock is number twelve. That doesn't mean that like you can only play Reno Priest in order to in order to do well, and that means Cube Warlock isn't considered like. You shouldn't just immediately dismiss it because it's quote unquote twelve on the tier list. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought I thought they were all in order. Okay, I apologize. No, no, no. I and they're, I they're trying their best to order them, probably. But like when it, and at the end of the day, it's really hard to list these in a, in an exact order when it's like this is the best deck, this is the second best deck, and then this is the eighth best deck. Like it's really <laughs> yeah. hard. <to> list <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think that um, I I agree with you. And also the frequency that this stuff changes, it's very interesting where like we've seen over the past week where uh, Dark Lair Warlock is like the new hotness and everybody's playing it. And I think once once like the shine wears off after, you know, a week or so, we'll be back on we'll be trying something different. You know, I mean, we see the meta shift very frequently and it, and it also depends where you're at. Like I know the top legend players are doing it, but like last night at D5, like we played for what, two, three hours last night, a couple hours, I don't know. And I saw the deck zero times. And so it just, oh. you know, it just depends. Um, I don't know. Uh, the other thing I think that is important is that at the end of the day, these are just opinions. Like these are human mm-hmm. beings with opinions. And they're very smart, remarkably talented players with opinions. So I give them a lot of, um, you know, credibility. But at this, but at the end of the day, like, you know, uh, it doesn't mean that anybody's infallible, right? So yeah. I, but I, I think it was. It's an interesting discussion for sure. Mm-hmm. And I don't always like playing the tier one decks. I think that, at least for me personally. I want to collect all my 1k portraits. And so, um, my, you know, my favorite classes, like I love warlock. I love mage. I love paladin. Paladin was my first 1k class and I barely play them now because I've already got the 1k portrait and I'm trying to jam out the decks that I don't play as much. Shaman warrior rogue are my last three. And so that's what I've been playing the last three months. Lots of Kingsbane, lots of, uh, big shaman, lots of recruit warrior, lots of pirate warrior, just to try to jam out those wins. And so getting these, like, I still want to know, you know, what, hey, what do you guys consider the best warrior decks um, mm-hmm. or whatever? So it's super cool. I want to know what the best druid deck is because I told you guys, my druid is brutal. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I think I'm still sitting at like, after playing this game for five plus years, I don't even think I've broken 200 wins with Druid. <laughs> what? Yeah. There's been so many. Wow. Yo. Okay, okay, okay. I got you. I got you. We. I posted a list in the Discord earlier today. It's a new um, token Druid deck. Oh, the aggro Druid from the Chinese server? Yeah. You will yeah. win. You will win. I got that code right here. You will win or you will lose by turn five. It's quick games. Yeah. I will tell you that. At least it's quick games. If you need those wins, let's do it. Uh, it's so I, like the the class does not speak to me. I've only those wins that I do have were Jade Druid when it was standard, and that's it. You're an aggro player at heart, right? Yeah. Yeah. Try try oh, the, this. Is, the yeah. Aggro Druid should speak to you in volume. This is the deck for you. 
Sounds good. We'll be jamming that then. All right. Giverling is OP. <laughs> it's um it, I was okay, so I was talking to um last month uh for a little oh, while. And, sorry, shout out to Ari Marn. Yes, Taunt Druid as well. I do have Taunt Druid wins. Uh yeah. the Hydra Hydronox. That 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 is true, Ari Marn. Yes. Uh that's a super fun deck. Um Duin just started streaming late recently over the last couple weeks or so and he posted a list last night i know he plays hunter 99 percent of the time but he put he he posted a um hadronox hydralisk uh, druid and uh hydralisk druid it, it, it looks super fun so um anyways yes try this uh but i was saying uh last month i i i've been hitting legends super early and and then I'll kind of meme out. I was chatting last month with Alpha One Ten from the um, Alpha Chord server, and he's like, "Hey, try this um, uh, token druid." And I was like, "Eh." He's like, "No, no, no, no. It's it's really fast. It's surprisingly good. Just try it." And I went like eight and zero with it in the legend ladder. It was just people. The I'll tell you the beautiful thing about it, like an aggro druid or a taunt druid, is that everybody. And you guys correct me if I'm wrong, but in my experience, everybody mulligans wrong for it. Because they, mm, they think they think, Jade. they think you're playing Jade, they think you're playing Maligos, they think you're playing, you know, Kelthus Druid or some kind of combo druid. And so they're not looking for early removal. And you can swarm them so fast and so hard when they mulligan wrong. Um it's awesome. It's beautiful. I think you will like it. Cool. And if and you know what, if you lose, like you can concede by turn five and just start. Yeah, give me that list <laughs> and start the next one. Yeah, it runs in big in. Uh, so getting a five five patches is always fun. So, anyways, um, I think that is all we have for kind of news and meta discussion. Uh, for those of you watching, for those of you listening in the show notes, um, we will post these tier lists. Uh, they are on our Discord as well. Uh, so I recommend you you check these out. Um, like we were saying, we've got friends, uh, particularly with Tempo Storm, but also Alpha Chord and and Slizzle, and they put a lot of time into these meta lists, and uh, it's good stuff. Um, they helped me out immensely when I was trying to learn how to play Big Shaman, just with the the matchups and what cards you keep and what you get rid of, and and some of this stuff. And uh, I recommend them. We'll post the lists. But anyways, uh, moving on to our kind of deck of the week segment, we've got a spicy one for you. Uh, in in true combo fashion, Clark has brought us his version of Turtle Mage, except it's like the got an, an extra win con of like. So over the past two weeks, I've watched Keith Numbers play a lot. I've watched Concerned Mom play a lot, and they've been playing Turtle Mage. Um, I, I know the deck was kind of like the new thing to make people rage in standard and it's super annoying to play against because you just, I mean, it's kind of stall your opponent out and annoy them to death. And, uh, what, and then we see some, some of our top players over here, bring the deck into wild and goof around with it real quick and see, okay, well, I, I understand what the main combo is, but how can I break this in wild? And what I really like about your list is that there's like an alternate win con of 
uh, Mogu cultist, which I was able to pull off uh, yesterday or was it last night? And it was hilarious and it's awesome. And talk about the animation. It's super duper cool. Um, and so here's the list. Uh, f- f- we have some folks watching live. We have some folks watching on YouTube. We have some folks listening to the audio podcast version. So I'm going to read the list real quick and then we can chat about it. Uh, so it, there's two copies of Mogu Cultist, one copy of Raid the Sky Temple, one copy of Sphere of Sapiens, two Doomsayers, two Licensed Adventurers, two Questing Explorers, two copies of Frost Nova, two copies of Frozen Shadow Weaver, a Gluttonous Ooze, two Ice Blocks, two Escaped Mana Sabers, Lore Keeper Polkelt, uh, two Potions of Illusion, two Wishwood Pipers, an Antique Killbot, uh, one Dragon Moss Scorcher, Lotheb, Ziliax, and two copies of Tortillion Pilgrim. Uh, so this deck is nutty. Uh, number one, it, it is absolutely crazy. So like, if you want to annoy your opponent to death, um, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. I am hardly the expert, but I've been watching a lot of this over the past couple weeks. Uh, essentially what you end up doing is praying that you keep, um, the uh, potion, what is it called? I just lost it. Potion of Illusion um, in your deck. You play a Tortolan Pilgrim, get a 1-1 one, one copy, and then you're able to kind of spam these. And you can keep freezing their board over and over and over with uh, Frost Nova. You can play Ice Block over and over and over, and you can fatigue them. You can annoy them to death. Um, but... And then you can also create a whole mess of one, one copies. Um, and essentially that was the win con that I saw in this deck was like, it is super easy to fill up, you know, even if you got two or three or one Mogu cultist, like you can get a bunch of one, one copies of them in your hand. And for those of you, like probably nobody has ever played this card, right? Uh, what it says is if you've got seven copies of this on board, then at the end of the turn, it turns into King daddy Mogu, whatever his name is that does, um, raw. Sorry. What is it? High keeper raw. High keeper raw. King daddy Mogu. (laughs) (laughs) And what high keeper raw does is at the end of the turn, it does 20 damage to your opponent and all of their stuff. Right. So oh, yeah. all enemies, all enemies. And then this card, keep going. Sorry. Yeah. I was going to say, so you get this guy on board and then you create more one, one copies of him. And so you can do easily, you know, it's an OTK 40 damage or more. Um, you can do some absolutely crazy things with this. I mean, I, let me, let me just give the mic over to Clark and you can talk about this deck. I'm not the expert, but I, I totally geeked out playing it because it is so fun and so funny. Hey, real quick. Um, so this this combination is the real Exodia, right? When you think about it, <laughs> that's one way. Yeah, seven beats. <laughs> uh, but essentially, the how I'll break down this deck is that there's a few packages that I've included in in this deck in order to try and make it as consistent as possible. Because pretty much, like, you could fit in a whole bunch of battle cries in order to change the win con of this deck. But this deck just goes all in on the Mogu Cultist out and just trying to make as many High Keeper Raws as possible. So in order to do that, I've uh, 
I've put in as much mana ramp as possible in the form of uh, of uh, the mana sabers as well as a licensed adventurer. And I really want to highlight the quest package because um, this is what um, I'm pretty sure people were trying this in standard, and I'm not sure if uh, if Eddie. Uh, one of the GMs decided to, on one of those lists, uh, but like this deck made it to to GM. Not this particular uh, deck with Mogu, but the archetype in general. But in any case, the the quest is there to help you draw with the questing explorers, and it just gives you turn two plays with licensed adventurer. But like the coins off of uh, off of the adventurer are really really important because if you're just able to get the the Tortolan in your hand for one mana, then suddenly you have your combo enabled. Obviously, you can keep the potions in your deck with the Sphere of Sapiens in order to make sure uh, that you uh, that you get it in the bottom of your deck. But this this deck just goes all in on making sure that you can get the Mogu Cultists out as soon as possible. Uh, the biggest thing to keep in mind with this deck is uh, hand size. There's a lot of instances where you just have to throw out cards in order to make uh, make room in your hand for the Mogu Cultists. Yeah, you got to be careful. Yeah, the animation, really? by the way, is so amazing. Like when you pull it off, like this, the animation is top notch. Uh, it looks super cool. I managed to like hit the print screen button at just the right time, and it's awesome. Yeah, man, it's perfect. <laughs> it's super cool. So, what other battle cry cards did you consider putting in here? Um, I mean, the biggest thing that I didn't want to include was, like, uh, any kind of damage, uh, but, like, I pretty much just included healing and disruption and freeze to the best of my ability. Okay. Like, Bloodness Ooze is pretty much in there because of Kingsbane Rogue. Uh, you can just, you know, infinitely take weapons and stuff like that. Um, Anti-Healbot for healing. Dragon Ball Scorcher can just be your, uh, your AoE tool. Over and over again, I got uh, inspired by uh, by concerned mom's lists because uh, I would say that his list is probably one of the best that I've seen in Wild. Uh, I can't remember exactly uh, all of the cards off the top of my head, but there's cards like Meteorologist. There's cards like uh, I believe um, oh God, Meteorologist is the first one that comes to head, uh, comes to mind. But it's a it's a really tight list. Um, but there's a there's a lot of battle cries that I wanted to put in this list, but I just didn't want any other kind of win con to be honest. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it works well. I think that you've got between stall, like freeze and draw, um, it it seemed consistent to me when I played it. Like, I don't know, and you don't really even f like you're not trying to finish the quest. You're that's there so that you can. You know, you can draw cards, you can get your coins and stuff like that. I think it, yeah, you um, never complete the quest. That's never an objective, right? Uh, but like, it's super yeah, fun, man. Uh, and and the mana off of Escape Mana Saber, like really come in clutch with this deck in particular. Like, actually, today on stream, I was able to pull off eighty damage on turn nine. Like, <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Well, let me ask you. Yeah, it didn't happen consistently, but it can happen. I didn't think it was possible until it happened to me, and it just fell in my lap today. That's <laughs> awesome. Is Let me ask you, though. Is this? Do you consider this um, competitive, or do you think it's a meme? I don't know. I the I, archetype I, is for sure competitive. This particular deck is definitely a meme, though. <laughs> so I, I think that the power level of, uh, of Turtle Mage is just it's one of those decks to where if you play it perfectly, it almost feels impossible to lose, depending on the matchups, of course, 
and if you you know if you hit your potions or not. Mm -hmm. But if you hit your spheres and you put those potions in the bottom of your deck and you have all the time in the world to get the combo, it feels really hard to lose. Yeah, I saw. I don't. I keep between Keith and and Concerned Mom both. Like they really ranked up uh, quite a bit with the um, like Turtle Mage whatever you want to call it. And I know it's still pretty fresh and experimental. And so it's really fun to see. I, I, it's a little tricky to play. I will say it's not the easiest thing. And like you were saying, hand size can be a problem, but I don't know. It's, it's, it's awesome. It's super fun. So for the folks that are watching or listening and are interested to kind of see it in action, this is what we'll be playing in the, in the co-op portion later. Uh, or if you're listening to the podcast, check it out on YouTube later. Um, it's, it'll be a, it'll be a blast. What, um, I, I'm looking at the list here. So, okay. The, the Mogu is your win con. Um, Sky Temple is there so that we can draw cards from the, the quest proccers. Doomsayer is for, I assume like early game stall. It combos off with Frost Nova. Um, Frozen Shadow Weavers, more freeze, ice block, save save you. We're getting mana ramp from mana saber. Um, why what are you looking for uh from Lorekeeper Polkelt? Okay, so the reason why Lorekeeper is in this deck is so you can get your uh your Tortolan pilgrims out immediately. Uh-huh. Like that's just uh, to get uh the Tortolan in your hand if you need it in certain matchups. It's it's like a third copy of it almost. Uh, but the biggest thing to keep in mind about the Lorekeeper, though, is that if you do that and you don't have your Sphere equipped or in your hand, then suddenly you're on the clock for the Potion of Illusions to be drawn from your deck naturally because there's no other ways to shuffle your cards unless you're going against a Bomb Warrior that just happens to have a Lapse of Judgment. <laughs> uh, but in any case, um, you really don't want to play your Lorekeeper until after the Sphere has been played because then you're on the clock and you just don't want that to be the reason why you lose. Okay. okay. All right, I like it. It was very commonly used in standard, uh, and uh, that's where I, like I got the I got the inspiration from like mixing uh, the people that I saw experimenting this uh, in standard and in wild. But uh, again, I just really wanted to highlight the Moku Cultist because there really isn't a lot of ways to to utilize this card aside from like rogue. So like I'm I'm glad that it has a home in mage now. <laughs> No, I really like it. When I was looking at this, the the thing that it reminded me the most of was um, Starliner Druid. Were you? <laughs> did you ever yeah. play that? It it feels similar to that to me. I and, didn't play Starliner uh, Druid, but I did see the gameplay when it was a problem. <laughs> I was part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh, fun, so, right? It was it fun. Was, it made the card useful, and it, <clears throat> it was never it was never meta. And it never has been meta since. It was fun for me. I don't think it was fun for people that we played against, right? But uh, <laughs> I blame that one on Danny Donuts. And but yeah, yeah. So what are you um, what are you looking for in the Mulligan? Okay, so you always get the quest. Uh, pretty much depending on the matchups, you always keep the adventurer and the explorer because they're they're quest cards. Uh, if you're fighting a rogue, you can keep uh, Gluttonous Dews. Uh, if you're fighting aggro, keep Doomsayer. If you're fighting a weapon class, you can you can probably keep the Frozen Shadow Weavers as well. But usually, you just want to keep the uh, you just want to keep the draw and the um, 
and the uh, oh god the, the quest cards the ex- the adventure and the explorer mm-hmm. and recently i've been keeping ex- escape mana scaper just because like i really like cheating mana in particular matchups i don't think it's the greatest idea to keep it but i've been keeping it in my mulligans and it does pretty well mm, okay pretty much just all proactive cards is what you want you don't want to keep anything uh reactive because you're trying to be as uh as proactive as possible until you're put into into the position where you have to play defensively. Okay. No, I like that. I like that. All right. Yeah, this is fun. I um I mean, what is uh I guess we've seen this like dark glare be kind of the new hotness. How does it favor up against that? I mean, it is- doesn't really do that well. <laughs> they have to have an extremely slow game. It's only because they have the explosive turns possible by like turn three, turn four. So if you don't have doomsayers to throw down on empty board to kind of discourage them from, you know, from playing all of their cards, you don't really have any burst to deal with them after they've done the the pain combo. So until you get your, your Tortolans out, you really are unfavored against decks that aim to kill you by like turn five, turn six. Okay, okay. Destroys control, though. It destroys control. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, and I think the you know the funny thing with um, between uh, pilgrim and the potion, like you can pop off a whole mess of cultists and and raws. Like they could have a bazillion armor, and you can still tank them really hard. So yeah, and something else about the mogus is that like you can throw four mogus on the field, then throw the tortolan to get them back into your hand. Mm-hmm. And if your opponent doesn't deal with the mogus in hand, suddenly it's really easy to get those high uh, damage raw combos. Yeah, yeah. It really puts the uh, it really puts the responsibility of your opponent to clear every board that you present. What do you I'm guys really looking what do you guys forward think about to, this? Yeah, to oh. seeing this in action. To be honest. Um, <laughs> It's 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 going to be a lot of fun. I I've seen, you know, clips and a few people trying it, but no, I'm I'm really looking forward to this, and I want to learn. <laughs> I'm excited too. I've played my fair share, surprisingly, of raw decks. Um, my favorite yeah. was priest. Okay, um, but Wait, how did you do priest? So I stole it. Um, are you guys familiar with Mark? Uh, I'm forgetting his last name. He Mark. does a lot of. Say it again. Mark Marks KZ. Yes, yes, I got it from his YouTube. Literally copy pasted. Um, Dual Cat showed me one day, and I was like, "There's no way this is possible." And then he made it happen. Um, but yeah, let me let me go research, and I'll pull it up while we're doing our show tonight. So you believe me? But okay. I got it from Mark. You guys know Mark. He does combos too. Yeah, yeah. He's he's definitely a lot more intuitive than me. <laughs> he's got a lot of. Uh, combos that require double emperor emperor ticks and he also does all of them in, in like actual games too so the dude's an absolute madman that's awesome yeah. i will say yeah i mean it's one thing to pull it off against the innkeeper it's something completely different to do it on ladder or do it on stream like it's uh... yeah my biggest issue is that people concede like when you set up those kind of combos sometimes they'll just straight up concede against you Aww. it's yeah. it's so demotivating when you spend three hours and then the final like finally you get that one game and as soon as the raw hits the field, they're out. They're they just quit. out of the game. <laughs> That's funny. I so uh, someone I follow on Twitter by the name of Sydney. Uh, they have been playing this deck and uh, experimenting with volcanic potion, 
in Tortol and Mage as like an infinite board clear. Have you guys seen that or thought about that at all? I haven't seen that. I mean, I've I've seen the posts, but I just find a I just find it hard to justify running volcanic potion when you have freezes like Frost Nova. Just like it, it's not even a matter of you can deal infinite damage onto the board. The, the other question is when your opponent has a full board and you freeze it, there's nothing that they can do. So getting rid of their board oftentimes is giving your opponent ways of winning the game versus just spamming Nova and Ice Block over and over again, which are literally some of the most uninteractive cards that Mage has in its arsenal. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, it's so frustrating. I mean, if you guys remember, you take the time machine back three or four years when people were playing Freeze Mage, and it's like, okay, um, Frost Nova, Frost Nova, um double blizzard blizzard you know and it's like come on i can't play anything and when you've got your board frozen like it really it then it prevents you from even playing cards because you've got no room left um so sometimes like you don't really want to clear the board you just infuriate them to death it's great i mean uh, there's pros and cons like you said but like watching uh watching these turtle decks in actions like people it just makes people tilt so hard so it's yeah, not a- as tilted though as the as the mage player that gets flicked. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. World. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> um. So let me ask: Is there anything else about this deck that people need to know as far as, like, if they want to play it? What What would you say? is something important to know that may not be intuitive by looking at the list this particular list or the archetype in general well i don't know maybe both or you know just i guess you know how do you combo off or what you know how much mana do you want to have or what is the right order of things to play that that type of thing okay so like general tips i guess um so the biggest thing that i would say especially when it comes to actually firing off the tortolan combos is that you never want to, like, you really just want to be able to get the one mana Tortolan in hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and depending on the situation, there are times to where you can only play Tortolan when you have 10 mana, so that way you can play Tortolan into the potion, get one Tortolan into your hand, play a one mana Tortolan to get two more into your hand, and then you have an extra one, so you can play out one more additional one to either freeze the board or give yourself an ice block. That's only when you're doing really far behind and you need to play as defensively as possible. But if you're not in any immediate threat, then just throwing down the Tortolan and getting that one mana Tortolan in your hand as soon as possible is probably the best thing that you can do. So that way you can throw out the rest of your cards in order to pop off your combos. So like the biggest thing that I can I can suggest when it comes to like playing this deck, if you're playing it as a meme or if you're playing it for realsies, is managing your hand thinking ahead to your turns and getting rid of those clunky mana cards before they become a problem. Okay. Is there any way to, I mean, I, I know that like the activator that we're looking for is Tortolan Pilgrim into Potion of Illusion. For the people who aren't familiar, what Tortolan Pilgrim does is when you play it, it casts a spell from your deck for free. And so it really relies hard on having Potion of Illusion still in your deck. Like, if you draw two of them, are you just screwed? Or is there a way to shuffle them all back in? 
the the sphere is really the only failsafe that you have like unless you've already started the combo and you have ways of getting the if you already have like multiple mogus in hand for example mm-hmm. then if you top deck them it, it it's pretty okay you can maybe squeeze your way out of it but if it's like you know turn four and you just got both potions in your top whatever cards You've lost. <laughs> uh, uh, just bottom right. Yeah. On a at this yeah, point. There, there's, there are some games that are going to happen that way, and that's one of the main major weaknesses of this deck, which is why some people just completely avoid it. But aside from that one glaring weakness, there's just so many ways that this deck can perform well. But like, yeah, the 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 the, the lore keeper, pull kelp, and the sphere are pretty much your failsafe cards to try and make sure that that doesn't happen. Okay. Cool. Hey, real quick. Um, that Mark deck, actually, his was a little too complicated, so I had to simplify it for myself. So I made <laughs> it where it was um, you got the Mogu Cultus, and then you give it Death Rattle, summon two copies with Grave Rune. Oh. And then you play Shadowy Figures on it, pop those, and then go from there. Yeah, the way Mark had it with his decks, it was crazy. Like, I, I couldn't comprehend it. And then he has a Rogue one. Here's a bunch of them, but this this mage one, this seems pretty consistent. I want to try this. Okay, yeah, that priest one actually makes sense. That 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 just filled the void of priest in my potential video for Mogus. <laughs> oh yeah, grave rune, shadowy figure, you got it. Yeah, it's huge. That, that's that's actually an idea of mine in hunters to do this, a similar thing, but with cubes, cubes okay. and playbeds. Yeah, good call. So you're gonna make another uh, like a kind of like your pen flinger video, but but for that's. Me- that's the idea, but right now Demon Hunter is the one that's making me that that's making me hate everything about this idea. Mm. Because, like, it, it's about making a way to do it. It's about making a way to make the possible. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't, I'm slurring over my words. It's about making the combo not completely irrelevant to the point where you could very well do it on ladder. But like the only way to really do it is like with barista, and even then, it's still hard to get seven. Yeah, just, um, I, I, Demon Hunter is really not the combo class. It's it's. Well, I mean, part of the thing that it struggles with, and I guess there's pros and cons, is that it's so new that they don't have you know five six years of cards yeah. to, to pull from. Yeah, the issue is that they don't have the support. It's it, going to take time. The funny thing is, though, I mean, we've used that same logic to like break the the class at least somewhat. I mean, I. I don't know, a few months back I had hit Legend with Odd Demon Hunter and I was running two copies of um God, what was it? The uh Cobalt Spellkin or whatever, the one that gives you two one mana spells. Yeah, that's the one. And because there's so few one mana spells, like at, at that time there was only two. Slices. Yeah, you were well. You were guaranteed. You know, you're either getting twin slice, or you're getting um, mana burn, or you're getting uh, the silence one, whatever it's called. And consume uh, yeah, consume magic. And so none of those were bad. Um, so you can use it to your advantage a little bit. Uh, but anyways, I I don't know. I, I'll rack my brain and see if we can come up with a combo. Maybe you can use glide somehow. One more thing I want to point out, and the main reason that I just thought about it is because uh, Gobbled uh, Gook brought up the idea of Elec shuffling spells into the deck. If you were to use uh, Elec and spells, n- not only would you need to top deck the spells and like rely off of the low rolls of your deck, you would also have to get the Elec. However, 
There's actually a card that does the shuffling a lot better that I actually got smacked against today uh, when I was streaming. And that's, I think it's a Mirage Caller. It's the four mana, three, ten taunt, where at the end of the, your turn, it goes back into the deck. So that's mm -hmm. one way that you can actually uh, undo the Lore Keeper, uh, the Lore Keeper uh, shuffle. Oh, interesting. Okay. If you draw that on turn, like, it's because it's, it's also a four drop. So if you can draw that before the potions are drawn, then suddenly you can make it to where the potions aren't the four drops that are going to be drawn next. Mm. And that was like the most Omega Brain tech I've ever seen today. <laughs> wow. But if you want to if you want to shuffle cards into the deck, you can you can use Mirage Caller. I think I think that's the 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 the, the name. It's neutral uh, four mana three ten. Okay. Okay. You guys have any other questions here, or any other? Uh... Yeah, I was trying to find cards to help Clark um, with the demon class, demon hunting class, to pull out the combo <laughs> off. But <laughs> as I look in the client, every card says deal damage to your opponent. I just, I don't know, like it's all face. Sorry, Clark. <laughs> no, it's all right. Like I, I feel like I have to go for like some kind of like brand combo with like. Uh with barista or something like that it like yeah Silthuar was how i did it with Penflinger because it gives you three copies automatically so it gives you the five you need to do the combo but like i guess it's it's use Silthuar and use barista like that seems to be the only option i like barista i got a golden barista and i've been like waiting to do something with it so that would be cool. You got golden everything. <laughs> I know. I was. I can I can I tell a little secret? <laughs> Go for it. Uh, we were talking about uh, how I don't have very many druid wins, and so mm -hmm. you guys all linked me a a list for an mm -hmm. aggro druid, and so yeah, I popped it into the client. Well, we were talking here, and. It turned out I had most of the deck golden already. <laughs> so I just crafted the rest of it golden. Except for golden druid, but it has a golden coin already. It, yeah, no, I, I didn't craft the golden in big and yet. Uh, yeah. yeah, I know. Funny, right? I'm going to, I, I actually looked the actual number. It, when I said, I don't think I've broken 200. It's actually 150 on the dot. <laughs> I just looked. It's 150. Wow. Who's flexing now? Yeah, and I got to flex at him with my full gold deck. 150 Druid wins. Take that. <laughs> oh, my God. And Druid was just usually the go-to class if you wanted to win. You must have really not liked Druid. I really didn't like Druid. I, did, I thought the hero power was boring. Um, I don't know. It just it wasn't something that, that I liked, and I've just never played the, the class. And then now I'm going to play it a lot because, I mean, it, it's shiny. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah, <laughs> it's my fourth golden hero. I think my fourth. Yeah. yeah fourth, did... right, cause it was Uther, Garrosh, uh, Gul'dan, then Malfurion. That's the order. Dude, you, you guys have been playing a long time, right? You guys remember the old um, Savage Savage Roar? Uh, oh, what was man. it called? It, uh, it was 14 damage, right? Force, force of Nature. Force of Nature, Savage Roar. Oh, force, the Force Roar? Yeah. Yeah. 
crazy. I remember story. being killed by it. <laughs> Dude, Force of Nature was literally my first golden card, so I spammed the hell out of that combo back in the day. That was like yeah. that was one combo I'd do against my friends at the lunch table all the time. Like they just they, they never played meta decks and I would just play Druid and stomp them. Yeah, Damn, bro. those those were the days, man. Those were the days with uh when Azure Drake only cost four, right? Blizzard, uh, Blizzard got sick of everyone putting it in every single deck. <laughs> back then, I didn't understand the meta. I, I'd never played a card game before. And when I picked up Hearthstone, I didn't know anything about decks like whatsoever. So they gave me, like, I think I looked it up on Hearthpwn, like just a standard mage deck or something like that. And all I was doing was playing a mage that had, like, Sorcerer's Apprentices in it and water elementals and fireballs and frost bolts and like i didn't it was just like a standard mid-range tempo we mage that i played for easily a year like not even understanding that there was an actual meta game happening <laughs> just getting stomped by people he's playing the deck that they give you with at the beginning yeah, for, a yeah. Year. for like a year and then um at some point, like I, it, even probably over a year, because then they released um, Old Gods and they gave everybody Cthune. And then so yeah. I just took out some cards and then threw in all the Cthune cards. <laughs> and I played that for like another year. You know, Cthune, oh, <laughs> uh, of all the Cthune stuff, Cthune Druid was not bad. Uh, I, I played a lot of Cthune Warrior back in the day. Whoa. Wow. Bring it, bring it back. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I didn't. I didn't understand. We should do a. We should do a little tournament with like Cthulhu <gasps> decks, or you, you bring four decks, one with each old god or something like that. That'd be, cool. That'd be dope, actually. Oh, I'm all on that. We could let's Wait, let's uh, plan something. I, I brought that Wait, to you, Common, Joe. Everyone's gonna be playing some kind of resurrect deck with Nzoth. Everyone's gonna be playing Yog Druid, and then everyone's gonna be playing uh, uh, some kind of Cthulhu. Uh, Druid probably. <laughs> no, it has to be Yog Shaman. <laughs> or um, oh, what else well, we got Yashraj, right? So some sort of big, big, big something, big something. Yeah, big shaman or big priest. Yeah, oh, I, I could. We could play some casino mage with Yog. That'd be fun. <laughs> oh, that's actually one that I did do. Um, I picked up a, a mech mage list back in the day. I was I playing a whole bunch of mech mage. That's, I think, the only thing that was kind of meta. But then when Yogg came out, I just put that in there because you had all the extra parts that you would get. Yeah. And and so, like, it, it was like a last-ditch, like, okay, I've definitely lost this match. Here's Yogg. And it would do stuff sometimes when me the game. Wheel. I don't know if anybody else did that. I just did it because I had a shiny new card. <laughs> One I my... actually played against Blister Guy with that deck, I remember. And he was like, uh, I was not expecting the Yogg. <laughs> <laughs> they never do. <laughs> never. Yeah, Frog, Frog Saron. I still lost, though. <laughs> He's a good player. He is a good player. Oh, yeah. my God. All right. Well, hey, it's... Uh, we are about at the at the two hour mark, and I think we're about ready to kind of wrap up the main part of the show and go into our co op piece. So if um, 
if we can uh, sort of sign off here, uh, where can people find you? Let me start with Clark. Hey, where can people if, give us um, uh, a little bit of, um, I guess, where can people watch you stream? Where can they watch your YouTube content? Where can they listen to your band play? Uh, so, I mean, Twitch, uh, and, and YouTube is just Clark Hellscream. Uh, I try to, I try to stream on Twitch as frequently as possible. Five days, uh, is usually what I try to go for, but I'm trying to, I, I usually shoot for seven if at all possible, but you know, no one can do that consistently depending on their situations. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I stream on, uh, on Twitch. I, I've been posting videos somewhat regularly on YouTube recently. Just recently hit uh, about 150 subscribers, so I have the, the the channel name of Clark Hellscream, so you guys nice. can find it that way. Uh, my band, The Indigos, um, we're on Spotify. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, all of those uh, social medias, Instagram. Uh, but yeah, we mostly post uh, stuff on Twitter. <laughs> nice, right nice. On. Okay, yeah. Okay, very cool. Uh, Hydralisk, where can people find you? You can find me at hydralisk underscore hs on twitch and twitter and as well as here at born to be wild hs on twitch every friday at uh, 6 p.m pacific time beauty uh mike low where can people find you yeah you guys can find me monday through thursday morning on twitch at mike low tv come catch me here friday nights born to be wild hs the podcast um and every wednesday we'll have those uh tavern brawlers coming out this week uh, came out Thursday because I recorded, I was live streaming and I did it while I was streaming. I had some music going. So I had to go in there and, um, you know, separate the video a little bit so we can get that part of the Tavern Brawl out. Because uh, some of the, most of the video was muted. But um, check out the YouTube and um, also check out that giveaway. Go to our Twitter. I made a tweet while we were recording tonight. Nice. It's on the twi- it's on the Twitter right now. So already got some activity. I see you, Memnark. Memnark retweeted it, so you know, you know he's he, he's excited. Nice. <laughs> very, very good. Uh, if you guys are looking to follow me, uh, you can find me. I'm mostly active on Twitter at NateWolfTCG. It's N-A-T-E-W-O-L-F-E-T-C-G. Uh, and you can find us um, more information about the show, more importantly, at borntobewildhs.com. I cannot believe we didn't make the joke tonight because when we tweeted out, when I, I should I say we, but what I really mean is I tweeted out the show this morning. I totally forgot the HS at the end. And we had. Oh, <laughs> oh is that oh. what you were referring to? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know what you meant. Uh, yeah. So if you go to borntobewild.com, it is a. I can't believe that. I. That's so funny. You you said you couldn't oh, believe you put man. the wrong link, and I didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah, so oh, it I, it it's basically a uh, sort of kind of Viagra energy drink combo there. Yep. Uh, so, wow. Okay, that kind of wild. Wow. <laughs> the other format. <laughs> yeah, Clark. You yeah, the crazy combos, the real crazy combos happen over there. That's the right it. sequence the right sequence man holy crap you have a good night it's all about sequence <laughs> order is very important <laughs> if the, sh- if the show oh lasts yeah if the show lasts for more than four hours please consult a medical professional <laughs> mm-hmm. somebody's gonna be hurting oh my god so yeah you can <laughs> you can find uh everything about the show at born to be wild hs.com hs hs.com mm-hmm. uh we've got links there to all of our stuff so uh if you're looking for born to be wild merch 
a big shout out to um, uh, Wildcard and Spangle Custom Apparel who have made all of our merch for us. It turned out remarkably well. Uh, so mm-hmm. super cool. Um, yeah, there you go. Why why not? Since we're at it, these uh, beautiful shirts and and hoodies and hats and all that stuff. Uh, super cool. Um, there is a link there on to our Discord that has become a very booming kind of community hub. So if you guys are interested in chatting with other folks, seeing deck lists, uh, links to all of our stuff, the Discord is really really fun. So highly recommend that. Um, and that's about it. Uh, the last little piece that I have really is just uh, and now, tradition at this point. Advice. With Nate Wolf. Okay, so uh, Craig started Craig started this um, tradition a long, long time ago, and we always wrap up the show by asking a little piece of unrelated advice. And what I wanted to ask all of you, particularly. <laughs> Uh, not Clark is um, if you guys were in a band, what would your band name be? Boom, Hydralisk. What would your band name be? Oh, um, <laughs> you do this to me all the time. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it Skulls, um, because it's one of my favorite Misfits songs, and I used to be in a Misfits cover band. And oh yeah, I would I would call it skulls, dude. I actually covered that song in my first group. Hell yeah! There you <laughs> go. I like it. I like it. Mike Lowe, if you were in a band or a group, what would you? What would it be called? Um, well, if I was in a band or a group, probably be a bunch of you know laid back, low key kind of guys. So it's probably going to be called Bungalow. Oh my god, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Bungalow. <Yeah. laughs> Oh my god! Oh, that's so good. All right, all right, all right. Clark, what about if you had an alternate band name? What do you think? I don't know if I'm gonna be able to beat Bungalow. I was trying to think (laughs) of a pun this entire time to it. Oh man. Uh, I guess if I had to have a different band name, I guess I would just go with the first name that I had for my first group, which is High Octane. Like, uh, Yeah, that was the, that was the first group. That was, that was the name of the first group that I had when I was uh, when I was a teenager. Um, but we just made a bunch of punk music, so I, I guess I would like to recreate that band. <laughs> I cool. like it. I like it. All right, all right. My imaginary glam rock band is called Glitter Bomb. There you go. Bomb. Okay. <laughs> Glitter Bomb. Hey, hey. For that genre, that works. <laughs> Imagine like an eighties hair metal band. And is, is your is your first album platform shoes? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean we're working on our band names already, right? We've we've uh, Nathan Tackle and, and Mike Flex. <laughs> <laughs> no, Hydros, he's he's a flex guy. He came in talking about he crafted his deck golden. I can't touch that. I can't even beat that either. <laughs> I already had like eighty five percent of it golden. Okay, I just had to fill in the blanks a little bit. wiser words were never spoken and you heard that on born to be wild greetings well met we call this the act of playing but there are many differences between control aggro and combo that you should know about oh yeah
upgrade it. Pirates are my favorite. You know what got that golden Leroy? Corcoran the elite boy. Bottom right. Let's face it. Agro hates cards like one mana defile. Tune in next week to Born to be Wild. Agro hates cards like one mana defile. Tune in next week to Born to be Wild. Games, the kind where you play stuff and then I kill it Like when I'm playing as a priest and mean it You play nice cards and I steal them, that's control Let me be a troll, I wanna play slow, make you miserable And I got the notion that my potion of explosion makes you rage and uninstall I can play some combo, it is really strong though You can be at full health and your portion explodes You thought you were living safely, turns out I'm the G-O-A-T I can play Leroy, shadow step Leroy, faceless, get another copy of Leroy Or play Aviana, Kun, Innervate, Mally, then you're destroyed. Control is slow, so we'll be here for a while. Tune in next week to Born to be Wild. Control is slow, so we'll be here for a while. Tune in next week to Born to be Wild. You'll pass out. So I'll kill you in style Tune in next week to Born to be Wild Combo is flashy so I'll kill you in style Tune in next week to Born to be Wild Let's start another car